Good morning, children. Uh, this is a video show I did with uh, the Rule Zero gang, including Rolo, Michael Sartain, Modern Life, John and I in the same room, and Thor and Glenn Lawrence. Uh, it's not one of my podcasts, but I was on the show, but it was a really good uh, discussion I thought a lot of people would benefit from, and so I hope you all enjoy it. Back on the menu, boys! <laughs> Welcome to, <laughs> I get to do this show, this is awesome. We're doing Rule Zero right now, because I, I got enough guys here from the Rule Zero crew that we can actually call this a Rule Zero show. We finally got the Las Vegas show together. <laughs> In 2020, we were trying to do a, uh, a Rule Zero uh, meetup, a live kind of thing, and it was in 2020. And we started like selling tickets. We're like, okay, we're going to be out there. We're going to go out there in October. We're gonna, or no, it was actually going to be before that. I think it was going to be like Memorial Day weekend. Mm. And then COVID hit. Yep. <laughs> and that ruined all of our plans. And so we were, uh, we were planning to do a, a, a live meetup kind of, I don't say a convention, but like sort of just a meetup kind of thing, you know, one day type thing. Never really materialized. We did it online as a result, you know, of the of the, the, the restrictions and everything else. But I think this is the I think this is the most members of Rule Zero we have had in like the same room in a How long cool time. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, of course, I got Mike Sartain with me today. Hey, it's not eight o'clock hey, in the fucking. I know. Morning. I wake him. I don't up. know how you guys do this. I know. At eight oh, are, we should... supposed, are we supposed to be going out and partying on Friday night? What are we doing? <laughs> how are we up at eight o'clock in the morning? I know. We, I, I'll give you the history of that. Yeah. I got Glenn Lawrence with me here today too. Uh, let's just say junior member of Zero Zero. Right <laughs> I'm like an affiliate, yeah. you know, like <laughs> affiliate member. I got Red Pill Thor, who's actually a part of the extended family, of course. Skull, you savages. Yes. And then I have Mr. Cappy himself. Hello. Aaron fucking Clary is with us My today. My timing was horrible. It was yes. absolutely horrible. I didn't know who was showing up. And now, like, I'm, I, I'm waiting for, like, the little signs that say gay. And I'm <laughs> All right, hang on, hang on. I'm waiting who, for the stabs. Whose here. idea was that? That was not my idea. I would. That that, was, oh, you mean the the, the thumbnail? The thumbnail. Oh, that was me. That was all me. Sorry, dude. I'm framing it. That was. Whole, I sent it to my dad. I was like, man, look at it. a little tear almost welted up. Yeah. And the Perkins was, sign in the back. And the Perkins was, was just... a brilliant touch. <laughs> just... Did you really make that? Did yeah, you? yeah. I'm responsible for all of them. Uh, I'm fantastic. a one man show, man. It takes me a long ass time. You want to know I was late to come? Fantastic. Here? All right, and then of course we have John from Modern Life Dating. Mm. Got it. Yeah. So this is the the last leg of your tour in your, US, your, 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 in, your world tour in USA. Then Toronto next week. The champ is oh. here. 
Yes, going to Canada and then. Oh, you are really. Yeah, then going back to Tokyo. Mm -hmm. Yes. What are you going to do in Canada? Is where, whereabouts? Well, linking up with my buddy Justin, Mark, mm -hmm. and Paul from Apex Mindset. We're gonna have mm -hmm. we're have a little meetup out there, so we're gonna do like a day game, uh, kind of seminar, mm -hmm. and then we're gonna do a night game session at his nightclub in Toronto. He, he's uh, he's really doing it big up there, Justin, Mark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent, man. This is so like this is so weird to have everybody like here at the same table and stuff like and not be in Miami. <laughs> it's like an event. Yeah, it, yeah. it kind of is. Well, uh, I wanted to start. I, I think we're kind of like the OGs of of all of this right here. As you know, I've been on. I was on Dr. Phil not too long ago. Um, I was uh, also quoted in uh, Fox News not uh, for the same show. Yeah. And of course, uh, Dr. Phil decided to cash it in, so I got a nice <laughs> present from to commemorate the uh, yes, the event did. of, of uh, Dr. Phil's uh, um, absence from from the mainstream right now. Where did this come from? Yeah, this, I got this from Thor. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, yeah. Drink from the blood of your enemies. <laughs> what is best in life? <laughs> we'll take some calls today. We'll take some. We'll take. This is just this is casual stream. So, but I, we got everybody together in one place. And by the way. Uh, we also have uh, Big Mo from Fresh and Fit, and we have Icy, who's the, the their uh, girl who gets the girls. Yeah. Nice. She's going to be on with us uh, probably either Monday or Tuesday. I'm not sure what the schedule is for them, but uh, mm. she, they're coming in on Sunday, so we're going to. They've never been to Vegas, so really? we're going to entertain oh. them. Are you going to do a show in here? I would like to, because yeah. Yeah. you know I do my Monday live streams. I'd sure. love to have Big. Oh, Mo. we can do that. Why don't as we well. do, once you have them here, Travis? I think we're scheduled for Tuesday for that show, or is it Monday that we're uh, do? for your show? Yeah, with with uh, Big Mo and, and Icy, the one that I believe I, it's Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. okay. What so time? yeah, we can do Monday. No, no, no you're scheduled Monday. I'm Monday, at five p.m. Yeah, oh, okay. no, that's All perfect. Right. Why don't I just do my call and then you guys jump sure. in and we'll just do Q and A's, but live Q and A's, like you can see them call in sure. right there. We'll do that. That'd be awesome. Awesome. So that's something to look forward to. Um, so I wanted to get into a few things here because we've been all, I think all of us have been in this sphere for quite some time. Like Aaron, how long have you been doing what you've been doing? 2004 is when I did my first blog post. Really? Yeah. On, on Captain was, Capitalism? Was, you didn't even have pubes yet. I was graduating, was graduating uh -huh. high school in 2004. Oh, you graduated? Okay. All right. Yes. And watching Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. So 2004 <laughs> was the, you know, when I first got into this racket. Mm -hmm. yeah. Excellent. And how long have you been sort of part of the sphere? Well, John how old are you to begin with? Because you <laughs> are the granddaddy of them all here. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm 60 years old, mm -hmm. and uh, I got brought into this space by MLD. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, uh, we chatted on. Well, it's not really fair to say. I read your book in December of 2013 or January mm -hmm. of 2014, and I enjoyed the hell of it. And I said, "Man, somebody finally put all this stuff together." Mm -hmm. I set it on the shelf for a while, and then I mm -hmm. picked you up with uh, Rich Cooper. And I met him on Facebook, and he he talked me or conned me into one of his, maybe the second body language mastery with Myron Gaines. And we started doing the webinars together and been there ever since. Yeah. What was it, 2019, 2018? Uh, I think, yeah, late 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best one you ever did, by the way. <laughs> just saying, just saying. That was good. Just saying. <laughs> but, but, I audited the first one. I didn't get involved until the second one. Yeah, I seen you on there. That was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you come into the, the webinars at one mm -hmm. time. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was really good. Still working it. Still working it. Glenn, Glenn, what's your history with all of this? I, you're so, like sort of the junior member of yeah, all this. Yeah, so I found your work when I was going through a divorce. Oh, really? Yeah, in 2017, 2018. And it just hit me, just clicked. But 
I come from a Christian background. Mm -hmm. So I have a degree in religion from Liberty University mm -hmm. in theology. Oh, really? So, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And I used to actually, I was a youth pastor for a church. I was doing mission trips, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I found your work and how much it contrasted from what the teaching was in the modern day church, mm -hmm. it made me go back to the biblical teaching and realizing the modern day church is so far off away from its biblical standing mm -hmm. that it's not even shouldn't be considered Christian anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's what really made me like. Mm -hmm. it and just you, you have done you've done shows with with Ruth, not with Ruslan. No, he um, won't even talk to me. He won't talk to me. Really? Yeah. I, I you're, not, you're not cool enough. I you're, not, you're, not, you're not on point. You're not on brand. I messaged you're him. You're lost in the sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm a heathen. <laughs> I'm a heathen <laughs> to him. You yeah. Know? I messaged yeah. him and I was like, dude, you want to talk about this? And he's like, no. I'm like, all right, whatever. Really? Yeah. yeah Interesting. Yeah. Wow. But you did go against who? who I, I who went off. What uh, was the guy well, that you okay, debated? so I destroyed Playing With Fire on your Nine Iron Rules <laughs> on his own show. <laughs> and uh, then I destroyed um, Kevin Ray Wilder. Okay. Well, um, it's not too hard to do. Yeah. And then um, now, <laughs> now Ricky is my next target. Oh, Rick, Ricky <laughs> Red Hill. Yeah, see, all the ankle biters, like, oh, here, you can have this. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. Rick does a good job. To me, it's like target practice. It's just like. And Mike, how long have you been? Because you were part of you were part of RSD at one point, weren't you? No. So here's what happened. So I used to manage a fucking strip club back in 2000. I managed yeah. it for four years. Joined the military, and like, and that that was that was my red pill moment. What you wrote were words mm -hmm. and in and Latin phrases that made sense <laughs> yeah. of shit that I'd been watching mm -hmm. since I was managing a strip club in Austin. Mm -hmm. You guys ever watch the pickup artist? You remember the, the first season when they go into that strip club and the guy have to pick up? That's my strip club. That was Expose on Congress Avenue in Austin, Texas. I joined the military in 04 and I started doing speeches at these like different layer talks. And it wasn't, I wasn't like really that into pickup. They just liked the fact that I was always with hot girls everywhere I went. Mm -hmm. That was 08 when I first started doing that. And then I started working with Mystery and mm -hmm. Matador and, um, Neil Strauss, oh, cool. this is uh, 2009, 2010. I did four boot camps for them as an approach coach. Mm -hmm. And then when I moved to uh, L.A. in 2012, I'd go out every week, and I saw, I saw Owen Cook, and I'd watch the Blueprint Decoded. And this is what I always do. I was like, all right, I'm not going to go up to him and be a fanboy. I'm just going to pick up a chick in front of him. So that's what I did. I picked mm -hmm. up like super hot girl in front of him. And I did that in front of Matador and a bunch of other people. And I started hanging out with them every weekend because L.A. sucks. Mm -hmm. And so like, I was just like, oh, I might as well hang out with these fucking weird dudes. Not, not the RSD guys, but like some of the students. Mm -hmm. And I would go out with them every weekend. Then I would bring them to Vegas. And then to around 2012 in Vegas, I started um, working for an event company. 2014, I started hosting bikini competitions. 2015, I started hosting uh, the Maxim Party. 2016, I started hosting Babes in Toyland. And then from there, it was just like, I've just one after the other. Yeah, it's one after another. Living, so it, yeah. it's like, it's two parallel things. There's this manosphere and then there's me like, you know, hosting Bulzarian's party. Those are just mm -hmm. two different things that just happen to be happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. So I would say for sake of argument, we tend to be like, we have seen this scene for quite some time, 2004. Yeah. I've known you since 2015, since before all the bullshit that went down with Anthony Johnson, since all the, before all that stuff, I want people to understand that I've known this dude at what, 2015, 2016, yeah. somewhere that. Yeah. He got me into crypto by the way too. No, it's so, cause you know, I live mm -hmm. in Japan, so it's so weird. Cause I, I'm like, I really just believe mm. in what I what I have to say. So mm. when I live stream, it's really good, just like a session for myself. Mm. When I come over here now, and I see all these people who are like actually like what I do. It's really weird because in mm. Japan, I'm just like a nobody. But I come here, and like people know who I am. Mm. I'm like MLD. You know, it's I don't know. It's not what I said. You like to doing do. it? You like coming out here and doing these shows? I don't like mm. being famous, famous or clout. I don't like mm. it at all. Actually, I like being in the shadows. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how I've just been my whole life. Mm -hmm. But um. 
Yeah, it's I've seen you develop from from guy who was in Japan. Uh, what were you teaching English or something? Like yeah, that over yeah, there? yeah. And then you wanted to, like, okay, I'm going to be a pickup coach. And then you want like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And he just was going and going and going. And then all the uh, all that shit went down in 2019. And I will say this: mm. this this guy right here had my back. You and so did, and Rich Cooper and Ryan Stone, yeah. Troy, Troy Francis, Francis myself, uh, Donovan. Donovan was there. And by the way, we'll talk about Donovan in a second. Um, but they have my back. Yeah. These are the guys that have my back. Mm -hmm. Among they, um, like of the dozens of people who were like my friends at the time, at least at least uh, your enemies will put the knife in your, you yeah. know, in your chest instead of your back. So, but uh, he was there, um, and all the guys. That's I think people don't really understand that. That's the history of rules. I can't even yeah. believe I have to explain this because it's Red been that man long. Group. There's so many Red new man people coming was, in too, though. So I many know. young guys. They like. Well, I was about to say that's oh, going to be my. No, no, go ahead. Go, go no, that's all. That's that all I was going to say. Is no, like, there's new I'm people surprised. like you, you junior member. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, it, just it, so, it, so we're clear. Aaron is like the, is like uh, let's see, Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino of of Rule Zero. Yeah, I was just pointing out. Because I get clients a lot, uh, and then I have been recognized occasionally in public. I'll occasionally do a meetup, and I'm, the the age kind of stays the same, mm -hmm. you know. And it's all of a sudden like we're 24. But we, I mean, for however many years, you know, almost two decades, it's been the same age. Like mm -hmm. men in their 20s, and you're like there are always new young men, young ladies, you know, leaving the home and all that. So. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's all, and so you can't just assume. Oh, what haven't you read Unplugged Alpha? Haven't you read the Rational Mail? They they may not even be aware. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Uh, I think I'm I'm fairly confident. I know you, uh, uh, your your background. I'm fairly confident we came into this from somewhere else. It's not like we just said, "Hey, I'm I don't know what to do with myself. Maybe I'll become an influencer. Maybe I'll get into money, muscles, and game." Right? One of those aspects, one of those trifectas. There's the guys who are the fitness guys. There's the guys who are the game guys. There's the guys who are the money guys. The entrepreneur guys. And at some point, people like who are sort of from the Gen X, right? They'll come in from like our day jobs. I went from having a day job to being in the gig economy to being in this fucked up hustle economy. And now we're in the cloud economy, apparently, too. So, um, so watching it sort of unfold. I remember reading, um, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Captain Capitalism? No, no, it was Captain. It was uh, well, Bachelor Pad Economics was oh, one of them. No, but yes. then there was also no. The first one I read was uh, Useless. I think is worthless. What, yeah, worthless. Yeah, it's a story about John. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> now, now I know. Yeah. Yeah. I see exactly. Yeah, good night. There it is. Thank you. I see how this works now. Yeah, I understand. Yes. I, I'm new to Rule Zero. I understand how this works now. I didn't understand before. Uh -huh. You know, it's funny. It's like what you, the the newbie thing. It's like if we start fucking around with people like the big. God. Was he serious? Like, I'll get, I'll get DMs like, was he serious when he said that? Are you guys having a war? Is it a beef? Like, do you not know how dudes like fucking yeah, like exactly. talk to Well, because they don't understand how guys relate to each yeah. other. Like, me and Thor yeah. talk yeah. shit to each other all the time. It's constant. Like, I call my old man. Like, come on, old man. Hurry up. Like, you the know? day I met him, we started giving each other bullshit. You know, these two. Gosh. You just, I, have, I have to be careful with my clients because of say, this yeah. thing. A lot of, a lot of my clients who are either of, uh, not to be just specific, but just two countries in general who are of German descent or of Indian descent, they tend to be have this very, very narrow viewpoint of, like, how the world feels about them. Mm -hmm. They do not give themselves permission. And when we start making fun of each other, they're looking around. Like, they're oh. not offended. They're like, 
oh, do I get to make fun of you back? I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm 45 years old, and I, and I, I, I rescue cats. Go, bro. Go have at it. I don't give a fuck. It's fine. Take, take free licks. And we go out. We turn the recording off, and then everybody starts telling horrible fucking jokes, which we can't do it in the YouTube live streams. But they're just horrible, horrible dead baby jokes for like an hour. And then afterwards, all the girls, all the girls are on the on the stream are like, okay, I'm off. This is not going to work. But yeah, you have to teach. A lot of guys don't know that initially, and it takes them a while. A lot of times with my clients, they're not used to it. Yeah, they don't know how to socialize. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the same with dark humor. Dark humor is really a lost art oh, too. Yeah. Oh my god! You guys, it's so military great. guys. You so, yeah, the military guys. I've work. never met humans that are more like joke yeah. more about death yeah. and destruction yep. and, and like dying in horrible ways than U.S. military yep. members. And the industry I come in is very similar to that. I, I worked as a power lineman for many many years, and we would fly in the helicopters, maintain the grid, work on half a million volt lines. Very very much dark humor, just mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Speaking of dark humor. <laughs> Um, unlike other podcasts, we actually read the super chats during the show on this show. So, and we were, I, I messaged, uh, and I, I will I, read them all. I messaged, uh, oh, what's his name? Sauce later, or uh, Adam. Christ. And I was like, dude, did you take a bath? Did you de-louse afterwards? Jesus Are you good, bro? Oh, I, yeah, so we'll I just want to let you know it, that yeah. I prayed for you afterwards. I want to let you know <laughs> that I talked to G me and Ruslan. Me and Ruslan. an exorcist? Me and Ruslan prayed for you afterwards. <laughs> you might need an exorcism after yeah. that yesterday. Yeah, show. We, we'll, we'll get hey, to that. Hey, and another thing. Let's not say his name. On the show, a fat at kid all. in Brazil. For, That's at, all. For any say. reason, let's just oh, not God. say his name, okay? All right. Uh, anyways, Devon, Devon's a single mom. Did you guys know that Devon is a single mother? Did you know that? Hey, did, yeah. did everybody not know this all, already all this, for the last four years? All this gossip yeah. is so gay. I, I mm. just don't do it. I, I love it. I love it. You hypocrites, call out Pearl for grifting, but run cover for Sharp. Run cover. Who's running cover? Who? who Where? When? How? And yeah. what specifics? I need specifics, man. We sit at a big table like this behind the scenes, like, all right, let's talk about red pill politics. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like deflect, deflect, we're, deflect. We're this big of fucking losers. <laughs> He's a proven know? liar and a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't you? Why don't you just copy and paste everything Anthony Johnson has said for the last? Oh, I don't know what three and a half, four years now. Thanks. This is not new. Well, here's a question: Is Next. he living in his frame? Is is he living? Is 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 David? Is, I honestly is he, don't care. Is he that big? A, like, are he happy with it? Yeah. If he's happy with his life. Then I like. Who gives a shit? This is don't don't what I'm saying. I don't I have, want I have a legit. Who's Devon? Devin is his, uh, oh, his Devin. wife, girlfriend's significant other. Who's who's? Wait, is she for real? Oh, De Donovan Sharp. Donovan, Donovan Sharp. Sharp. Oh, Devin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Devin. Devin. There you go. I thought you said Devon. I'm like, who the hell is Devon? Okay, so this is all gossip and crap. Like, yeah, yeah. We, but here, yeah. here's my question. Like, I didn't sign up for this. Like, this is <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, but that's, exactly. that's what I'm saying. Exactly. There, here, here's what it is. Let me explain it very clearly for everyone who's got you know me and Rolo hate each other. Me and the Great One and all this other mm -hmm. stuff that me and. Uh, uh, whatever this guy's name is, uh, with, at each other's throats. Yes. I'm not. I We're still on YouTube. <laughs> I'm not doing the TMZ stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, yeah. this was accident. This is all 100% authentic. I'm not my. The red pill is not in my name. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is just, we kind of fell into it, did it as a hobby, a sincerity or, or a passion or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the hell if I'm going to get caught up with, oh, did you hear someone said this? Did someone it, no, I, I really didn't. I, mm -hmm. I really did not. I couldn't care less. Yeah. A lot of people dwell on that. They want to mm -hmm. say, oh, you're a hypocrite because you, just, you, you run cover for this guy or you do this. I'm like, 
How, uh, like, be fucking specific. If you're going to make accusations, yeah. they got to be fucking specific. I, I think. Right. I think what the, also the difficulty is, and you talk about this, is when you make a prescription. Now all of a sudden, anything you do, oh yeah, it's held against yeah, you. Yep. Yep. And so that's one of the things. Like I, uh, that book is as far as I go. Evolutionary psychology. Mm-hmm. Red pill is a derivative of evolutionary psychology. Don't care anymore. You want to go out and you want to fuck porn stars? Do it. I don't yeah. care. It's not my business. And so that's the thing. Was when we start prescribing things, then it gets now we're held to that standard. Mm-hmm. That okay. Sense? Let me. Uh, yeah. Let me. Uh, in fact, that was actually a topic I wanted to get into so when we go out and we do our separate channels we all have our own niches more or less mm-hmm. or people would say we're in the same niche but we all have certainly have our different takes on that niche certainly aaron has his take right and i've seen aaron develop i've seen john develop i've seen all of us develop in some way shape or form over the course of you know god knows what 10 20 years now um do you think first of all you were you got into this like do you think people have trouble misunder uh, taking things too literally and then just apply like thinking that you're giving them sort of advice and that's my number one gripe these days is like well rollo gives advice about I'm like no motherfucker i don't give advice if you think i'm giving you advice you came into this with the wrong headspace mm-hmm. in the first place mm. Telling people, like, this is just data. This is actionable information. This is the red pill. It doesn't care whether you're right or wrong, good, black, white, religious or not, whatever. It is what it is. What you do and with it from that point is up to you. Now, the problem is, is when you get into things like, uh, since you're in the sort of like the Christo manosphere, mm-hmm. you get into people who are like Hafiz, who wants to make a, a, a living out of this, or Ruslan, who wants to be all brand. You get these guys who want to sort of sort of swirl the, the red pill into whatever their pet ideology happens to be. Yeah. Um, now, my, my question for you guys is, is, as, I guess, influencers, do you consider yourself an influencer? Do you consider yourself, give, do you give advice? Well, those are two different things. It's yeah. an influencer. All of you are influencers. Yeah, I have right. no, no I, I'm what. looking at the chat yeah. right now. There's 560 people here. You're, yeah. uh, no doubt you guys are influencers. Compared to the average person on the planet, mm-hmm. Dunbar's number, 150 people they meet, that you guys are in the tens of thousands. So you're all influencers. But the thing that I was going to point out is the Jamie Lynn video that you just sent me. Jamie, Shout out to Jamie Lynn. She's an FHN model. She's a marriage therapist, and she comes on the show sometimes. She had a complaint about what we were talking about, and Ruslan did too. Mm-hmm. The thing that they had was a you made a definition about hypergamy, mm-hmm. and then other guys come into comments and start calling girls 304s and all this other shit and then Mm. it's like now that's attributed to you right when you Mm -hmm. didn't say Mm -hmm. that right so that's one of the issues that i think happens is so now you're an influencer now you are held to the level of your followers just like what they tried to do to you on um Dr. Phil, they put you across from that autistic kid. Mm. And then they were like, oh, do you understand? They, they, they tried to make it like you were his fucking dad. Did you see what they were doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so now you, him being messed up and being made fun of, you are now to blame for that. And he has nothing to do with you. That's essentially what happens. So as an influencer, once you get, start giving these prescriptions, now you are nailed to the cross for mm-hmm. every single thing that you say mm-hmm. and the things that your followers say. This right. is one of the reasons why there's federal law that states that you're not held liable for the comments mm-hmm. that people make make in your videos or on mm-hmm. your uh, news articles and that's the reason why mm-hmm. so jamie lynn did made this mistake she got a bunch of bet- negative comments because of the video that you posted you remember the one that went viral yeah. and so she's attributing that to you and your followers and the same thing has happened with ruslan ruslan made an incorrect statement when we did that debate on monday mm-hmm. where he was saying that you were stating uh Hypergamy was X, and X means women are whores. And you did not say that. No, you did not say that. You love how we get to that to that point. I, uh, I just that's the problem. They they read into it. They 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 imply that you're saying something that you're not even saying. They get so dramatic. Is the real mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. They get super dramatic. Yeah. 
I was gonna say is like, I you ever play the telephone game when you're yep. kids and you're like, you whisper something to somebody yep. and has exactly. to go around the the table and stuff, and then by the time it gets back, it's like completely different. Mm -hmm. We're at the end of the chain of the fucking red pill uh, telephone game at this point right now. Rollo says this, a hypergamy. And then it comes back and says, you said hypergamy means no women can ever love a guy. And it, like, it's completely like back, ass backwards at that point. But yeah, your work is completely disruptive to people's convictions that are out there right now. Mm -hmm. It really is. So is uh, Dr. David Buss's work. It's, mm -hmm. it's disruptive to how they perceive the world. And they're very convicted in that. And so it's kind of like a punch to the gut when they hear it. Mm -hmm. And of course, if anybody says anything derogatory, they immediately associate, just mm -hmm. like Mike yep. said. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't take it too seriously because I, I, for right now, but I, I do understand it. Well, hey, the Hudsman, thank you for that $50 super chat. He says, my dudes, I uh, love seeing you all together. Thank you for that. I don't have my, my sound drops. Hey, yet. <laughs> if, you, if, you say something, if you say something factual also yeah. that doesn't fit with their narrative, that's even more offensive. It is. That's even more offensive to someone. Like if I were to say, hey, you know, it's fine if you want to transition to become a woman, but yeah. you still have a Y chromosome. Yeah. That's not offensive. What I said was not offensive. But if I were to say that, I have a buddy of mine, he's a, a professor at an Ivy League school. And I was like, what if you actually went out there and said that? He's like, oh, I would lose my job. If yeah. I went out there and said that if you transition, you maintain your Y chromosome, I would lose my job unequivocally without a, a doubt. I would be protested and, right. and yelled off of this campus. So that's one of the issues is that is that when you it's not just when you say something derogatory or mean, it's when you say the truth and yes. it comes and, and then the truth that comes from a book where they did studies with thousands of people. Yeah. And then the, the studies are very clear about. Uh, beauty being objective, yeah. right? Different state, different society, 37 different cultures yep. finding the same things beautiful. That means beauty's objective. Canceled. That's the problem is when you tell them the truth and then, then all of a sudden that's John, what, yeah, what, what do they say? The, the truth is uh, a crime. It's a, yeah, it's radical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. John, what would you say is the most controversial thing you've ever done? Like, like that people have like really run you up the flagpole for? Because you've been in this for a while. What do you think is the number one thing? I don't know. I don't know. All this like controversial stuff. These people are just so gay on both sides. Like the left, <laughs> these people on the left or the right, they're uh -huh. like, they're such like little edge lords. They're trying to be like so edgy, mm -hmm. like cancel each other and stuff. I don't know. The, the most controversial thing that I've ever done, I don't know. Like, maybe, you are a walking controversy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't think I am. I mean, maybe a commercial I made in the Army Vest. Oh, yeah. The, commercial or two. That's about it. But, but yeah, yeah, your sizzle reels. For no, I, like, I'm just doing my thing. I just want to be left alone. But like the mm -hmm. Red Pill community has kind of like adopted me. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't Do know. Do you consider yourself Red Pill? I just or me, part of the manosphere. Man. I'm me pilled. I'm the hot me pilled. <laughs> I, I have money, muscles, game, frame. Mm. That's me. I'm I'm just a guy broadcasting my self improvement journey. Aaron, what do you consider? Do you consider yourself in the manosphere? Do you can certainly yeah, not I, red pill. I don't know what you, I don't. That's that's other people title yourself. Yeah, I mean, yes, I am, and I'm red pill, and I give advice, and I do you get do do we have to be in the manosphere? Is no, that but, but it's it's not. I think we're we're trying to control something we don't. That was told by the rest of society and the audience about us. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, we, we kind of came here through different paths. Mm -hmm. And we don't have like, oh, I want to join the red, like again, the other guy, I don't put red, mill, red pill in my name. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so what I think, you want to write a book about uh, sexual dynamics. Mm -hmm. I want to write a book about economics empirically. Uh, we want to put whatever content out there. And we had our own empirical, I'd say intellectual, maybe even principled reasons for doing that. Once it gets out into the world, especially America, you'll appreciate this, of just spurgtacular, uh, <laughs> like autists who don't, mm. and I'm not talking people who actually are diagnosed, I'm talking uh, the modern day young population 
where they don't want to hear. How many times have we talked, whether it's myself, mm-hmm. uh, Rich Cooper, Troy, do the work, ask out girls, and how many people take it and then bastardize it for their own narrative, sure. or for their own purposes, whatever they wanted to hear. Mm. And that's what I think we see is like, oh, my God, Rolla said this, gossipy, 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 gossipy. Uh, oh, yeah, women are all whores, and I shouldn't try. We've got more of the crazier MGTOW uh, community. Um, where I've, and I, I've seen that where it's like, okay, you really didn't take anything that I intended. You took what you wanted and then you pretty much excuse yourself from trying anything hard in life and to avoid mm-hmm. any kind of responsibility for your own situation. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. the, these ulterior things or secondary or tertiary things that other people take away from our works or our content, that's out of our control. I, I, I used to get very depressed about it because I'm like, oh, my God, is this what society is decaying to? Mm-hmm. Yes, get on with it and now move on and buy some crypto. Enjoy the decline. Right, enjoy mm-hmm. the decline. And, and some of that was influenced by uh, – that book was partly influenced by some of that. And so I, I don't get too worked up about it mm-hmm. uh, or too worried. Am I part of the – I don't know the difference between Red Pill and Manister. Yes, you know, I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do, I could, do I give advice? Yes, I do. I charge for it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. How many, I mean, how many, how many, uh, how many clients do you have for counseling, personal counseling? Um, just ballpark. I have ballpark, it's got to be around 6,000 because that's how many videos mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, how many are repeat? Let's, let's well, one-on-one, like people you talk to. Oh, one one-on-one? Yeah, like maybe a couple Personal hundred. interaction with. Yeah, maybe a couple, maybe, no more than 200, but, oh. Um, yeah, but th- those are kind of rare. I okay. usually do the one-and-done and yell at mm-hmm. the internet and go home kind there of thing. There you go. To your point about autism, um, I think one of the issues mm-hmm. is like people who have, you know, back in the day, you guys remember the movie Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, guys, you guys remember Urkel? Yeah. yeah. We didn't. We didn't understand autism spectrum disorder. We made fun of people mm-hmm. who acted like that. We didn't represent, right. we didn't understand that they had a neurological disorder. And so now what happened, or a developmental disorder. So now what happens is, now they come here, now there's a spectrum, so we, we diagnose more people like that. And what we find is those people, they don't get nuance. That's the main issue. Mm-hmm. But right. Bitcoin was at 66,000. I was like, I made a video one time. I was like, yeah, man, I think it's too high. Therefore, the answer is Michael Sartain <laughs> fucking hates Bitcoin <laughs> and all crypto, yeah. and all crypto is a fraud. Uh-huh. Yep. I I said it was high at 66 and that's what happened well the other thing i was saying like hey guys if you just do day game but you don't do any night game and you don't have any social media that's not a good day. michael sartain hates day game and all <laughs> yeah. and all approaching a women and true. cannot approach it's women true. and that's what happens because these autists like you said before they're binary thinking one of the first things i do with my clients is we have to get into nuanced thinking how mm-hmm. one thing how hillary clinton can be a horrible probably was a horrible president and probably didn't eat children both of these things can be true there's nuance in there right and so that's that's the thing that they don't get. And when you deal with these, these people, again, they have more time to be on YouTube and be typing. And then they're on these forums and they're typing. And these, these sort of areas or these echo chambers select for those type of individuals. And then they hear that somebody else say this and somebody else say this. Meanwhile, like the guys who are out there banging hot chicks are probably not watching our shows on Friday night, right. to be fair. Not they're not. definitely not, not watching. Yeah. They're too busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, either that or they hate watching. You know, I was going to say, like, show we did last night. Well, I mean, really any Access Vegas show that we're doing. I think I would love to know what the percentage of hate watches are on. Yeah, like, yeah, you gotta yeah. read all the comments. It's no longer hate follows, it's hate watching <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. So. Mm. Well, and another thing I'd like to add, because Dr. Phil has ended, but some people will continue on. Um, Gold! Right. Uh, there is autism and Asperger's and, and clinically mm. diagnosed, but I also don't think we can underestimate the percentage of just plain lazy people who don't want to put sure. forth their own effort right. into finding out their own path in life and doing it. And so 
one of my main criticisms of MGTOW early on. I'm like, you guys are just using this as an excuse to not go to the gym, yes. cope, avoid getting a cope, mm. avoid getting rejected, yes. avoiding yep. pain. I understand avoiding pain, but if you want to have any success in any endeavor in life, you're going to have to endure mm-hmm. pale, uh, uh, failure and pain. Yeah. And so what I have seen, especially now that you can live at home and you got stimmy checks and we're going to forget this and that, your, your basic biological needs are taken care of on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And you got a, truly a lost generation ideologically, philosophically, mm. looking for anything mm. to glom onto. And anything that makes it simple, Mike Sartain said this, conclusion, boom, now I don't have to think about it anymore. All women are whores, I don't have to go work anymore. Mm. The corporations control everything, <laughs> or the Republicans in the Senate, whatever. Oh, I don't have to, to work uh, hard or pay my, I, it's okay for me to collect the check. Mm-hmm. So now, ultimately it leads to just a miserable non-existent existence as far as I'm concerned. But that a certain seg- uh, segment of our of our audience is going to be those people looking for excuses. Mm-hmm. And uh, John, I hate to give you a compliment. It really hurts oh, just me. Feeling your, you know, I, gotta <laughs> really? say, I gotta say, feeling your misery in person is That's so it. much better That's than feeling it through, you. <laughs> through the screen and the real life misery. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. this is, Suck this it right is, up, man. This right. is prime time, baby. Um, one of the greatest insights that you provided was just how few people, but even open? Your, yeah. Your, they the spend good money on your courses. Bro, 15%. They don't even show up. 15%, 15, yeah. Yeah. And I was shocked. And mm. I'm shocked. But then, you know, I, I kind of listen. I do listen to you guys every once in a while. Okay, sure. uh, but you're like, yeah, these people just want a treatment that doesn't, they don't care about the solution. They just want the pain to go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so the easiest thing is to sign up for a course, but not, not even Bro, take the course. it's so sad, man. It's yeah. the cheap dopamine hit. <laughs> but it's just but, the, oh, okay, now I've solved this problem. Right. So, but yeah. were you offering a product or how, how'd you come up across the 50% number? No, 15% of people actually finished the course. That oh, 15? Was, yeah, that's oh, it. That, this wasn't me. I, it was actually Owen Cook was the first person from RSD who was explaining to me how far people would go through in his course and that's the way it would work but yeah it was 15 percent, and that's what i also heard from like brad lee and other people like that I was mm-hmm. like no, no it wasn't bradley it was ryan stewman hardcore closer who was explaining to me 15 percent. now for me because we have like uh tasks they have to achieve mm-hmm. and because we do these live calls with 100 guys we'll call you out if you don't get past a certain point hey do you remember that thing in, in module six you have to go back to that and do that right now well they have to go through the steps to get to those modules and the first step of the whole thing is they have to fix their Instagram. So now they're exposed to the rest of my community. Like, hey, bro, you remember you made a promise at the beginning that you were going to take these actions. Mm-hmm. And what we want to do is just get it. The hardest thing to do is to go to the gym today. But the hard, you can't go to the gym two weeks from now. You're going to go to the gym today. And then go to the gym tomorrow today and the next day today and the next day today. That's how you make habitual fact, mm-hmm. habitual habits. So every day we try to get them to take one action, one action, one action. And then that's what ends up helping a lot of these guys. And then we have an accountability thing where we turn the recording off and we just go in. I'm like, bro, you don't ask any more fucking questions until you fix this one thing that we've been asking you to do. This one guy clearly has hypogonadism. That one client I have. This is the most blatant hypogonadism I've ever seen. Humongous eyes, fucking whiny voice, like it's insanity. And, and the, Fuck you! But he's he's in this guy right here, yeah. buddy. He, he's, he's out you on the air right here. <laughs> he's uh, but he's in his early twenties, mid twenties, right? And it's very obvious. I'm like, hey man, will you go get your levels checked? He goes, yeah, I'll do it next week. I'll do it next week. Every week, we'll do it. And then the whole the whole chat came on. I'm like, bro, no more questions till you get your levels checked. We this is for you. It was just stuff like that. Did you go to the gym? Did you fix your Instagram? When these girls called, did you build? 
build a list. We have these steps. And if you don't build the steps, you don't get to ask any questions. We gamify the whole system. And that's how it works because that's the stuff I learned in the military. So all accountability. All, yeah. accountability. all of it's accountability. Beautiful. It's accountability and it's doing the thing today. It's always mm-hmm. doing it. Can, you can't do the thing tomorrow. It's doing the thing today, today, doing the thing tomorrow, today, doing the thing the next day, today. That's how you build a habit. It's not willpower. Mm-hmm. It's just like what fucking David Goggins says. There's no willpower. Willpower is bullshit. It's all obsession. It, obsession gets you to the points where you want to be. And I understand like it's really disappointing when I have a guy who pays me so much money. And sometimes it's the guys who pay me the most money mm-hmm. who do the least and want the most done for them. I had one client pay me so much money. And then this girl hits me up and she goes, hey, man, uh, so-and-so, do you know so-and-so? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, he's messaging me to go out on a date on OnlyFans. But he's using his real name and his real face. I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. I went on my calls and I was like, from now on, no one. Guys, I don't give If you go on OnlyFans, it's on you. But nobody. You use your real face and your real name to message girls on OnlyFans? Are you fucking insane? It was stuff like that. That's what was going on. But, but, but let, this brings, I'm kind of fascinated. Do you charge for this level of babysitting and handholding? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You do. Okay, yeah. all right. Because I was about to yeah. say, it's not our responsibility. Like, I throw my products out there. I don't give a shit if you follow it or not. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm not paid anywhere near the amount of money to go hold your hand. For sure. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So, I just I just want... I was going to say that I, 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 I had a new, uh, like, epiphany about that. It's like, the money keeps you honest and it keeps them honest. Too. Yes. Because mm-hmm. after yes. a while, it's... Well, uh, look at it this way. If you were going to go to a golf pro and you wanted to improve your swing, right? You're paying them X amount of dollars for you know per week or month or however you work it out. And if at the end of that particular time, you know, like three months, you know, okay, I'm I'm shooting better, or I'm not shooting better. It's up to you as the student to sort of assess if your teacher is shit or if he's like actually helping you do something, right? Yeah. And so if if not, you stop paying him and you go to somebody else or you just say, screw it, maybe I don't have any natural talent or whatever. But the thing is, is the onus of the student, the, the quality of your education is on the student. It's not so much on the teacher because you have to play a part in your own education. And m- the main part of that is deciding whether or not this guy's full of shit or he's not full yeah. of shit. And if you keep putting money out, you know, throwing good money after bad, then that's on you. So when when the, the reason why there's money involved and it's not free is is you know the guy wants to teach you a skill obviously <laughs> but it also keeps both of you honest. So if I'm like teaching guitar or, or musicians you know teaching other you know students and stuff like that, it's the same principle. But it means that you're going to show up for your fucking appointment so you can you can learn to play guitar, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. because you're paying money for it, you, that motivates but, you to go there and get get the you know get it done. But there's also this belief why some some people that like any mm-hmm. paying for any of this. Oh yeah, is everything, just, is should, be oh, yeah. everything should be free. Everything should be free. And, and, and yeah, so, so I'll give you an example. Space. Like uh, I, we pay. Uh, I, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. Um, Cole Gordon, who who char- who trains my sales team, mm-hmm. we pay him sixty eight thousand a year just to train my sales team. And uh, he makes, I mean, we got up to three, 400K a month mm-hmm. because of him. You have to spend money on people who know better than you. Mm-hmm. And that's how you make money. When I was, I had Cole Hatter on here. He's paid something like 400 grand to one of his mentors to teach him. And Cole, and he, he just told me about an eight, uh, he's making 8.7 million in one deal that he's doing in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Like that's the kind of stuff, like these people have this key that can unlock and you need to understand that. Whenever I meet people who are like, mo- manu- like monumentally successful, there is either some internship they did, so they paid with their time, mm-hmm. or there was some program that they paid for that helped them, and they got a bunch of testimonials to understand how these people mm-hmm. could help them make, you know, make seven, eight figures. And, and we're at a point right now, where, like I, that's one of the reasons I was highlighting the fact that we're kind of like all the OGs of all this stuff right here. There was a time where I, like when Rich Cooper was charging like two grand right. 
for an mm-hmm. hour of his time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's kind of exor- exorbitant, you know? Like, and I, I wanted, because I always wanted to help out the little guys too. Like, I would, I used to have a pay what you think it was worth kind you of did. thing. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like, if you're 15 years old and you're in high school, you're not going to be able to pay like a thousand dollars an hour. So I'm like, don't worry about it. The guy who can, he just paid for you. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. so that's how I kind of I did it for a while, and then I didn't. Really it's like under- Medicare, but there's yeah, an important principle going yeah. on there. Pay it forward. Kind you of thing. get what you pay for, and yes. if you pay nothing. Yes, you're gonna get. And so nothing. I used to I used to think like because everybody used to give rich all kinds of bullshit about like charging two thousand dollars an hour, right? Okay, you can. There's still guys doing it today. Yeah. Oh, these guys are grifters. They're all hustlers. They're trying to like prey on uh, you know insecure incels right now and and just take their money. Right, that's yeah. the whole thing. But you got to understand. We've been doing this for a long fucking time, and we're still here. Yep, there, we must be doing something, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so, if you look at, like, say, Rich Cooper, for example, like for his private stuff, I don't know how many clients he has. That's why I asked you how many you have, okay? Because I know what he's charging. I know how many clients he actually has, and it's like, it's like they're there because they want to be there. They're Correct. paying it because they want to, and he's still doing what he's doing because that that level of guys want to will pay that amount mm-hmm. to do that. How many guys do you think, like it, out there in the, the Twitterverse or whatever, how many guys do you think can pay, can afford that? His, that level of, of interest. Mm-hmm. Not Ew. very many. You know, who, you know who can't afford it is incels going, I can't believe these guys charge so much fucking yeah, that's money why, for that, it. That's the main reason why yeah. I just do not care about their criticism. I'm like, there's no either. way you run a seven-figure business when you say this shit. There is no fucking mm. way. It's just so crazy to me. That's why I have no regard for them whatsoever. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, and I I read their comments right before I go to the gym, and it's bench press max day. Fuck there it. you go. Like that's <laughs> the most yeah. glorious day of the yeah. week. <laughs> hey, can I read this real quick? I got uh, some. Uh, yeah, we we'll get to super. Brian chance. Dupree wants to say, uh, Cappy looking suave. I uh, I'm going on a date after this. There we go. You guys are in a Bible study. Dude, I had enough of that when I was young. No, no. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll tell you guys where later. But if you, you're going to be in. Oh, sorry. No, synagogue. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Herschel. Always on Saturday. Uh, AJ got to. He just sent a sticker, so I want to say thank you, AJ. Anyway, go ahead, uh, Rollo. You have okay? Some, I got some you. Uh, dung is fun. Is like uh, these are too good not to. Cappy says, "I saw your shirt. What will you do for five dollars?" <laughs> he does a lot. Oh, the, uh, yeah, yeah. And I got it. Okay, this one was uh, one more from him. MLD. Those are are those veneers or dentures? Dentures for yeah. sure. <laughs> Very fun. All right. Okay. Uh, Chess newbie. This was good though. Uh, thanks for the twenty dollars. He says uh, autism with low intelligence is a serious problem, but if you are if you're aware of your actions, I think you are accountable to get better. You agree with that? How many of guys do you like? have as like sort of regulars or councils that you would say are like actually functionally autistic jack napier well, <laughs> that's a given yeah. Yeah. not another junior member of Rose. i know well, uh, who let this guy in i would say run that question again percent uh, who, functionally, like, autistic? functionally autistic i mean because if you were like really autistic you're probably yeah. not like it's looking for help from us at a scale like, of one yeah. to ten like a two or three functionally yeah I, I, i'd say a functionally autistic i'd say a good 20 25 percent really? of my clientele yeah I would say the same for me about 12 mm-hmm. to 15 because you you percent. you work that into your plan for what, oh, when you're doing your man yeah. of action yeah, yeah we have, i have 600 clients and at least 125 well, the reason i ask is because and I, I don't have the the stat here because I don't have my laptop. But uh, from 2000 to uh, to 2020, 
there's been a 178% increase in uh, diagnosed oh. autism in men, in boys and men. Mm-hmm. Well, like how I, much is that is like actually... That's crazy for that. Like, is it really? Yeah, I, I don't believe that. Like, yeah. Well, is it, is it diagnosed? Was, like, was it there and we didn't see it? That's or exactly, was it like something that was... That's exactly like what's going on. the 90s, like everybody was on Ritalin? Oh, you're a boy? Oh, here, give him some yeah, Ritalin so and settle it, him it's, down. It's exactly you know? my point. It's like we did... We, we, we Back in the 90s, autism was a binary thing. You had autism or you had no autism. We didn't think of it as a spectrum and we didn't think Urkel had autism now we look at it now it's like oh obviously urkel is a a guy with asperger syndrome but we didn't see it because it's a guy who doesn't have asperger syndrome playing a guy who did Mm -hmm. have so we laughed at ha 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 revenge of the nerds ha ha and we thought that was normal and there's a guy in every show uh big bang theory sheldon cooper but there's Mm -hmm. a guy who's the functioning autistic guy in every one and we ha ha we laugh at him and we don't recognize what was going on now we have this huge net so the medical community can now treat more people with autism it's autism ready for it spectrum Mm -hmm. disorder and so of course we're going to have 178 and so now what happens 178 percent more that must means vaccines cause autism no oh, those yeah. are the people who actually have autism who believe that bullshit mm-hmm. so that's that's the thing that happens <laughs> next that, you know, that, there's a lot of correlates man i yeah. will tell you there's a lot of cor- well a, a lot of people will correlate the fact that there's an increase in autism there's also increase in uh, use of ssris amongst mm-hmm. women as well and so there's like that you could i mean those are dots you can connect is correlation causation yeah. no but you can still see all of this stuff like happens like live in real time uh hank moody says uh anyone else read ryan stone's new book yet not in audio not yet no nope. frame praxeology, praxeology. Yeah, I'm about uh, i have because in. i wrote the intro to it so i have four to, chapters I, in right yeah. now yeah rollo what do you think about uh at least for us there's a sizable percentage of the guys we work with that are just socially awkward very awkward socially mm-hmm. social skills versus not actually being functionally autistic. that's what i'm wondering um, if we're not no, no, those yeah. two together so i think it's that, larger than the percentage yeah, so I, I, I try to decipher do you have a problem with permission giving yourself permission or do you have a problem where i literally the a girl is saying get the fuck away from me and you can't tell she's oh, that's saying good distinction uh, so I, I look for that distinction a lot of times it is mom and dad when you're growing up shut the fuck up sit in the corner stop making noise yeah. stop making noise stop mm-hmm. playing stop having fun stop having fun put the mm-hmm. fucking video game down no creativity none yeah. none study you're gonna become a doctor and their whole childhood was that then they grow up with me and i'm like hey bro slap the table say let's fucking go and they're like Let's fucking go. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Let's go. Bro, yeah, I, I played the replay yeah, back yeah. for him. I'm like, do you see the difference between how you did it and I did it? That is Jack we Napier. Gave our, we gave ourselves permission. <laughs> oh, boy. I'd say I, I wrote, you probably read the intro to my fifth book. Of course. And in that intro, I specifically put that, uh, that section in there. Was, I said, look, game is not going to cure your social awkwardness. Learning game is not going to like suddenly make you normal if you are diagnosed with like Asperger's syndrome or aut- autism because that's uh, the reason I have to put that in now is because guys will come and they'll go, I got to learn games so I can get a girlfriend. And they're, what they're really saying is I need better social skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why, so when I hear, and I know these guys in the chat and everybody else and everybody who fucking hates us on the black pill doomer side of everything, uh, oh, it's all those pickup artists. Okay, pickup. disclaimer. Pickup is fucking dead, okay? Mm-hmm. If your idea of a pickup or what game is looks like mystery from 2004 with black fingernail polish, a feather boa, a big fucking top hat, and like elevator boots or whatever the fuck it is, you are... That was like 20, literally 20 years ago, okay? Yeah. So fucking catch up to where we're at right now. When we refer to game, it's social skills is what, really what is. it really boils down to. And the reason why you can commodify it now is because there's so many guys who don't have social skills. Just straight conversation well, you know, skills do like, lack in, in the group that we, no, you, you know, know, that's what we focus on. I noticed a lot of guys coming from the church 
look like they are on the autism schedule the spectrum because mm-hmm. they lack social skills they lack it from a conviction standpoint like i can't look at her that way i shouldn't talk to her yeah. oh my god i'm sinning i'm they lusting mix it, they mix it and it's like conviction. they don't yeah. yeah they mess it up I'm like no bro you just appreciating a hot girl like it, she's hot young people are, are such retarded too because i i was in florida with my mom and every morning we would walk around this lake and I said, like, watch this, mom. I'm just going to wave to every different demographic that watches past, like, walks past us. And people who are, like, in their 40s and 50s, they're just like, oh, hi. Yeah, good morning. Mm-hmm. Nice to see you. Great weather today. But all the social, like, the younger people were so, like, socially awkward, like, you know, face mm-hmm. buried in their phone, like, af- like, afraid to make eye contact, thought I was up to something. And we're just two people walking in the park. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these young people, I just think because we're all grow up with these, you know, social media devices in front of us 24-7. Mm-hmm. They learn. They lost the ability to be like, "Hey, we're, ha- we're two people in, in a room time. having mm-hmm. a real conversation. Mm-hmm. Have to look at you and like deal with the repercussions of what you s- what I say in real life." Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Don't this, have the a, this is a really good one. Thanks, Iron Disciples are good friends of mine. You need to get yeah. In touch with I, re- them, I reached out to them actually not too right. long ago. So, um, they said, "What percentage of this is for everybody? What percentage of guys consuming red pill content do you think are actually trying to improve themselves versus just self loathing and watching red meat on f on fresh and fit?" They're just there for the entertain hate follows. They're there for their what percentage you think are actually come to find the space and they go, I'm going to listen to these guys. I'm going to try to improve. 20%. I would say, yeah, I was going to say, I'm saying 20%. 15. Uh, you, I guess I would come up with normal distribution, the middle 68.27%. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying then, not then, to be literal. And then you have the 16% here. Mm-hmm. I say 16%. And the 84% is like one and a half standard deviations. So eight, 16% are actually trying to, uh, uh, improve themselves and the one and a half standard deviations, which would be 84% are not. That's mm-hmm. what I would, that's yeah. how I, would I, w- I would say a good assessment. the top end of the bell curve. Yes. Okay. So you have, so you have the middle, the middle plus and minus yeah. one Sigma. And then once we get out to two and three, four Sigma, the, the top end is doing it. The bottom end is like, they aren't even leaving their house. Mm-hmm. And then there's the middle 68% who was like, Oh yeah, let's watch fresh and fit three Oh fours. And then they go to jerk off. Like guys, I'm gonna tell you a story. You remember when Sonia Mallory, the, the week that we and I, he and I went on this girl, Sonia Mallory lives here in Vegas. She fucking films porn with her husband. Uh, you remember I told you about no, it no, covered no. in tattoos, deep voice. She's from, she's from Montreal, right? Huge fake boobs, real pretty blue eyes, whatever. Love her. She, she's, <laughs> she's, she's on there and she's, she's talking or whatever. And she's straight up like, yeah, I'm here for the abuse from you fucking guys because i want only fan subscribers i'm sitting there yeah. afterwards i was like sonia i gotta ask you a question how many new only fan subscribers do you have right now from when you went on fresh and fit she's like two thousand dude dude that's not two thousand that's not two thousand followers on instagram that is two thousand so, only yeah. fan wow. subscribers that could be 500 grand for her mm-hmm. over the yeah. course of a year mm-hmm. and that's i mean it's just crazy when you see it she's like yeah they can say whatever the fuck they want about me i don't care but here's the funny thing what were they saying three or four ho ho but two thousand of you are following her now what mm-hmm. the fuck like dude, that's the point i'm trying to make right. that's why i think it's 84 percent of them are doing nothing mm-hmm. to improve themselves and 16 percent of them are i would i would that's why i was thinking about it with our definitions the bell distribution curve is a good way to analyze this so one standard deviation above is actually trying to improve themselves sort of the 15 percent roughly we right. all agreed upon yeah. then there's the center where i would say yeah 304 is entertainment value and yeah i'd like to maybe pick up some red pill game mm-hmm. then what concerns me is the the last uh, the tail on the what would be the left side of the bell distribution curve 
I think they're using it not just as an excuse, but almost a religion or ideology. Yeah. Where a, a, a genuine they want mis- it to a, be a, a genuine, philosophy. Yeah, yeah. They genuine want misogyny it against mm-hmm. women. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so that's where your your um your what is the guy that shot up or ran people over. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. let, let's discuss that. The 2015 yeah. a study yeah, yeah, yeah. came out that showed that violent video games do not make children violent. Correct. They say they mm-hmm. tested that. Red pill in this whole thing. I don't think it makes people misogynistic what i think is people are born their stimulus right. in their early life that causes them to be misogynistic plus possibly genetically low levels of empathy and then they look for a place to go and the woke nature doesn't fit what they want but there's an ideology here in red pill where there's a, guy, a couple of guys who say some irresponsible stuff and now they become subsets of red pill that are exceptionally misogynist but right. the point is red pill does not make them misogynist it's just like what i said before cartel yeah. bosses are always sociopaths because the first cartel boss that isn't a sociopath he dies. So mm-hmm. Cartel bosses select for sociopathy. And what I think is, in this case, people who are already misogynists, they're just finding this programming. It's the programming is not making them do. Right. There's no, I've never heard Rollo say one thing that he hates women. But there nope. are people out there who will swear to God that he says this. Yeah, because I speak the language of empiricism. And when you only understand emotionalism, it's always mm-hmm. going to sound like anger, hate. Uh, well, I don't agree with that. And I want to get, I don't, I don't speak the language of empiricism. So he, but that's where I live in in emotional world, and so therefore, somebody speaking a different language, he must be bad. There, yeah. There's well, another thing. Yeah, I need to be told how to feel about this guy. So who says we uh, we hate three hundred fours? Glenn, we love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have a whole. Dude, thank you. Are you thank you. Thank you. We, thank you. we just did a whole Touchdown. podcast saying that like whole every podcast. guy loves hoes. You all love hoes. No, not every guy. Them. No, no. Brian, Brian from guys Brian who, from whatever guys, podcast does not like guys who get guys who have sex on a regular basis love even if I'm not sleeping with them. When they're fucking, when I'm at a party and there's girls like dancing, just shaking their ass, and I'm in a hot tub yeah. with my girlfriend, and Have other girls blast. are acting wild, I'm having a blast. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, why don't you guys find God? At no point, <laughs> no, I'm looking I'm at my girl. I'm looking, I'm looking at my girl. I'm like, which one do you want, babe? Which one are we taking uh, home? So that's funny. what I'm doing. Let me let me throw something out there because when you're because I get this all the time. It's it's one thing to be called like. Uh, you're 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 a hater or you're angry. It's mm-hmm. always it's truthful anger. I've got that for so fucking long, right? But it's still truthful. Okay, yep. so yeah. where am I wrong? That's number one. The other thing is I got, and I was I was hoping I was going to go head to head with Imran Ahmed on uh, Dr. Phil about this topic, but we never got around to it. But I'm seeing it make another uh, sort of comeback right now that we're radicalizing the the, the incels of the world. Mm-hmm. We're they're all going to be a murderous rampaging. You know, uh, you're going to go, yeah, go take a leak. <laughs> um, but they're all going to turn into murderous, rampaging, you know, uh, radicals. And there's an there's an FBI study mm-hmm. about like you know uh, the manosphere and guys like Andrew Tate yeah. are radicalizing today's youth just like you know the what the Arab Spring or something like they're all they're all sexless they have no prospects and so they were just ripe for the picking for like Boko Haram yeah. or they're, something they're like missing that, the point right? they're they're radicalized because they're sexless. Mm-hmm. Not because of red pill. Oh, I got one. They keep, they keep, they keep yeah. fi- forgetting the point. Eighty percent of men on dating apps are deemed unattractive. Mm-hmm. That's why they're being radicalized. But, so I got. I have a study for that. Actually, yeah. political radicalization may be often fueled by obsessive compulsive disorder. This sure. is from from a, a, a psychological study. Okay, um, across four ideological samples of the United States. Uh, Republican, Democrat, and Muslim, we found direct effects between obsessive-compulsive disorder symptoms and radical intentions, as well as 
uh, indirect effect of OCD on radical intentions via obsessive passion. You just said that, right? Okay. Even after controlling for potential clinical confounds like adverse childhood experiences, uh, anxiety, depression, substance abuse, these effects remained robust, implying that OCD plays a significant role in the formation of violent ideological intentions and opening up new uh, avenues for the treatment and prevention of violent extremism. Okay, so were they already fucked up before they found the manosphere? Were they already fucked up before they found the Democrats, the Republicans, their religion, whatever it is? Or was it the religion that fucked? Was it Marilyn Manson that convinced them to go and kill everybody? Was it Judas yeah. Priest who who convinced yeah. them with their violent lyrics to go and, and uh, kill their parents? Rollo, it was Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I, I have yes. to admit, I'm old. You know what? To know. You, 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 you could make a dice. case for Fifth Edition. I, I might give that to you. <laughs> well, you know, what's interesting is like they don't like. I got articles here, and this is mm. from a book. Um, it's called a. Uh, the justice against or the war against male justice right Mm -hmm. and here's a quote right uh jocelyn friedman says divorcing masculinity from misogyny needs to start younger traditional masculinity needs to be limited because it's going to be harmful to us by our boys this is a quote this is i mean yeah what they're defining as traditional masculinity yeah yeah it's like and that was from the guardian yeah in march of 2018 it's like they're, they're a push to try to label anything masculine misogynistic. Toxic. Yeah. I, I believe just, that's on just, purpose. You know, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, definitely. There's a slant of Marxism with feminism, and, and now it's mm-hmm. merged with this this Faustian theory or this Malthusian theory, you know, about population, population. control. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, let me roll this one out here. Uh, John Conchar says, this panel has been immensely helpful to me, specifically Cappy, MLD, and Rolo. 21 years old, that uh, and I lost 40 pounds of fat. Wow. Awesome. And put on 20 pounds of muscle in the last two years. No debt, 20000 in savings so far. Thank you for my unplugging. Don't you have debt for Does that, that guy sound like he's angry and pissed off right. and is OCD and is going to be like a potential radical? He just hates the world. Does that sound <laughs> no. well, but I, and I hate you, have that, to, that, you have to point that but, shit out so people like don't, like from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. don't go, oh, these guys sound like they're trying to pick me. Anything we're talking about here is going to sound like we're, we're radicalizing. Yeah. Go ahead, what did you say? Oh, what I was going to say is uh, I cannot um, give up on the idea, though, that laziness drives a lot of this. Where you, yes. you, there is mental illness, there is OCD, like something generally wrong. But if you look at some of the more radical leftists, they just don't want to work. Mm-hmm. That's nope. all it is. Mm-hmm. And they will rationalize some pretty horrific sins, basically theft being one of them, bailing me out of student loans. I'm entitled to everyone else to slave away and pay more taxes. But I could also see where this laziness is the common unifying factor, or at least a contributing mm-hmm. factor on all these things. Whether you're you're a, a, a radical uh, whatever terrorist or a radical leftist, or you're a, one of these incels mowing people down, you ever look at these people on their face? Like the, I'm not big physiognomy. I think that's the way you pronounce physiognomy it. Physiognomy is real. Yes, it's like you're a fat, disgusting, ugly piece of shit who put no effort into any physical <laughs> self improvement. Physiognomy. Yeah, but there's a G in there, I'll, so I don't I'll know how to. Too. I don't yeah. know how to pronounce it. But, physiognomy. But, physiognomy. But when physiognomy. I when I look at someone advocating fat acceptance, mm-hmm. it ain't a good looking, hard working person. When mm-hmm. I hear someone advocating socialism, it ain't an engineer or a lineman or anyone who actually works a real mm-hmm. job. It's always these fat parasitic mm-hmm. fucks who are ugly and don't want to work. But mm-hmm. that that 
that laziness transcends political lines. We need to make a t-shirt of that. Don't be a fat parasitic lazy fuck. <laughs> so how about this? So you notice that the people who are complaining are never high testosterone masculine right. men. Right. That's and, true. And, and the reason yeah. why, I'm not trying to say because it's essentially our, but, but our perspective, it's, it's, it's super chat. Yeah, yeah, we're getting a lot of them. Thank you. Keep them coming. It's good. We'll read them. Here's the idea. So do you guys remember the whole thing with Victoria's Secret? They're like, we're going to put different body types up there. And because they legitimately believe that seeing those different body types up there would make men <laughs> be attracted to different things. This is how far. Now, because they're not high testosterone men, no one taught me to like a small waist, signs of youth, mm -hmm. large breasts, mm -hmm. and a round butt. No one taught me that. No, if anyone has any questions about that, go see Dr. Buss in his, his 37 culture study. No one taught me to be heterosexual. No one taught me to find women attractive. No one taught me to like sugar, salt, and fat. No one told me to eat carbs and and, and, uh, no one sugar. taught John either, but he's going after the. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But like Explain. no one, no one taught. Explain this. No, now. <laughs> no one taught me that, so no one can teach I me. A, right now. So no one can teach me away from it. So yep. whenever we do things that are part of our nature, they're like, well, we'll just because of a blank slate theory, which mm -hmm. Stephen Pinker, you know, criticizes heavily. The, the idea that well, this is going to happen. This is where pray the gay away. By the way, the, on the, oh, the yeah, for the right, yeah. that comes from the same thing. This belief mm -hmm. that like my my masculinity and my heterosexuality are cultural constructs mm -hmm. that have been taught to me right. but, but that's because they don't have fucking 900 free tests mm -hmm. that's the rear <laughs> that's the reason yeah. why they legitimately yeah. because they've never fucking played linebacker because yeah. they've never dunked right. a basketball because they've never they've never tackled somebody they that's the reason or been in a fight they legitimately think that my uh, uh, predilections are pliable. They are not. And that's the problem. And once they come mm -hmm. to that realization, then then the only other option is, well, then right. get rid of all men because they're all potential yeah. rapists. That's was, the only other option. I was well, like, Michael, what, did, what did you do in the military, man? I flew a KC-135. I was a tanker nav and I did some counter-intel work. Okay, so they got to be an officer for that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. How long was the schooling for that to learn how to fly? Uh, so it was uh, six months at the... Oh, God. Uh, let's say over a year with survival school and then you have flight training and then you have your specific aircraft mm -hmm. and then you have your training once you get to your unit. So there's maybe a little over a year. How long did you do that for? Uh, seven years, seven days. Oh man. You yeah. weren't keeping track, were you? <laughs> yeah, everybody. Every fucking every, hour. Every, every, every fucking hour I was in there, bro. I knew the day I was getting out. February uh, right, Let me get some of these super chats here. Uh, nonstop Derek Dre says, is Cappy taking his date to a dog park? Yuck, yuck. No, yeah. no. The, the dog of no real value is is has left that me dog again. Cool. She's an awesome. Wraith Danathor, thanks for that twenty bucks. He says, "Life in the six inch world." <laughs> okay. Uh, FT three says these roll zero pods are really the most uh, important content for guys that follow a lot of the different red pill creators. Thank you for this. Uh, questions for me is, uh, what do you guys think? A lot of red pill creators are getting wrong and right right now. Oh my god, where do you start? One. Well, which red pill creators? I mean, there's well, thousands. I mean, I, I mean, mean off the top of your head. My, my my thing is when they take something and they twist it to try to fit a narrative for themselves, sure. and they mislead people. It's like almost like you know, it's like taking what is true and then tainting it to fit your niche and and dis misleading people to follow your direction, mm. knowing that they're going to be wrong, knowing that it's not going to be successful. Like okay, when I hear like. 
Ricky Redpill, for instance, what he was saying. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going to go off on him. Again. That's all right. Go ahead. Because like he, he's simply saying, like, I'm going to make Who? rules. I'm going to make laws. <laughs> it's going to be laws. The reason why you're not a leader because you're a coward and you won't stand up. No, this is just information. You do with the information as Motherfucker, you please. Motherfucker, I was just on Dr. Phil. What do you yeah, want from me? But it's like, he like, the way he's trying to do it is like he's trying to make uh -huh. a cult. No, you want to have a cult? Go go do your cult shit over there. Like, leave us alone. He's going to make laws for his own cult. Yeah, like, yeah. he's going to cause injury to people that are actually looking for help. Girls, they're going to get my name tattooed on their necks. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously. Part of my cult. It's like, if you're going to be pushing people to get lost and get hurt, then you need to go somewhere else. Like, the information that you provide is, is information. Take it with what you want. Do with it what you wish. But here's the information. That's because people don't, they have a lack of vision. They have a lack of creativity. They yep. don't know. They're discontent. I give them like, okay, here's the tools to, so you can be not discontent or at least be creatively discontent. And they don't know what to do with it. They want you to tell them how to live. That's why 12 rules for life is so fucking popular. Mm -hmm. It's a step-by-step, or they think it is a step-by-step -step thing. A lot of guys, when 48 Laws of Power came out, they thought it was a step-by-step -step guide to be a powerful guy. That's why they banned it in fucking prisons. Yep. Because they thought it was a, a program or a template to go from Law 1 to Law 48, and therefore you, then you suddenly you're a level 48, I don't know, high poobah of the 48 Laws of Power and shit like that. No, that's not what it is. Yeah. But I do understand the desire to want to have somebody show you they want the God code. They want the God cheat mm -hmm. codes is what they, they want. God the mode cheat codes, right? Uh, to what you said mm -hmm. about what they're teaching that may be wrong. Two complaints. One would be, mm -hmm. and I totally think Ruslan made a, a, like a, a completely honest error when it came to this, mm -hmm. was when he was saying to you that marriage causes men to not be divorced and be less lazy. There are no studies that show that. Mm -hmm. The studies show that people who have mental illness are less likely to get married, mm -hmm. and people who are, who are divorced are more likely to be depressed. Mm -hmm. But he misses the part where... That the study he was showing about single men, he was including divorced men. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it was 1.7% of married men were depressed and 3.6% of single men were depressed. But that includes divorced men. And he didn't say that when he did your Adam's Yeah, Austin. of course not. And I'm going to leave out right. the I don't, I don't think he deliberately did that. I think he, that's what he wanted to believe. But I, we, well, that's I, one of the I things mean, we discussed. If it's an area, I mean, it's implicit bias. But the second, the second part is, and I know this has been your complaint specifically with, like, say, uh, Pearl, is there's six books. Just start with these six books. Ready? Evolution of Desire. Okay? Mm -hmm. When Men Behave Badly. Why women have sex? Uh, the ape that understood the universe. Okay, yeah. I recommend I recommend you guys read Mate, and then uh, what was the other one? Um, God, I can't try to remember. Oh, uh, how? Uh, why beautiful people have more daughters? Read those six books. Just start with those six, and you will have a fundamental understanding of evolutionary psychology. And when you haven't read those books, I can quickly tell when you're on some show having mm -hmm. a, a discussion about statistics and debating whether or not beauty is objective. Okay, I know you haven't read any books on evolutionary psychology. Mm -hmm. When you have a discussion about like upper body muscle in males and what women fight, okay, now I know you have never read a book on evolutionary mm -hmm. psychology. Because the, what, one thing that's so annoying to me whenever... I watch The View or some other dating show or something like that is they ask questions that have answers. That's so annoying to me when people, mm -hmm. are, who cheats more, men or women? Wait, stop, 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 stop. There are answers to these questions. There are anonymous surveys done with 60, 70,000 people. Mm -hmm. You can do these, the, you can read these things, but they don't want to. Mm -hmm. That's where I have a problem. Those six books well, I just recommended it's too long didn't change read. your life. It's too exactly. long didn't read. Too long it's, didn't read. It's, it's the, the, the attention span is simply not there. Yeah. But I was also going to say is that the... People always ask, oh, Rola, why don't you debate Destiny? Why don't you debate Ruslan? Why don't you debate Hafiz? I'm like, I'm happy to, but the problem is, you want to know what's going to happen? Yeah. The first hour of a two-hour show I'm going to be, is going to be spent with them accusing me of shit I've never fucking said and fucking straw man after straw man after straw man <laughs> and me clearing up that straw man, assuming I can get a word in edgewise, yep. and then maybe we can talk about things. And the, at the end of it, it's going to be like, well, I guess we agree on more things than we did. And, Bye. Thanks. That's what will yeah. end up. You know why? Because they're not about 
about the message. They're not yep. about it. They're about their fucking brand. What That's I, one. Yeah. What I would also add a real quick way, because I'm thinking like, okay, what red pill content creators might be wrong or hypocritical, evil, mm. but, or just ignorant. Um, <clears throat> I can't think of anything aside from like, you know, the scams that, you know, uh, take my Gumroad course on Twitter with an avatar of a mm -hmm. monkey and it's... Akil in, in Pakistan or something like that. And he's never, he's just like, I'm going to get these dumb Americans. <laughs> Shout out to Akil. Yeah. Where, well, you been? Yeah, Where you been at, man? I'm waiting for my course, bro. Yeah, I paid yeah, for the there course. There goes that demographic for you. Right. So, <laughs> Where's but, my course, Akil? But I would, I would, the only other thing I would say is anyone, because I think the, the real authentic, aside from the obvious scam artists that I'm coming in, I think most of the main players are legit. Maybe we might have dis uh, disagreements about different technicalities, but anytime anyone tells you it's easy and are saying you don't have any responsibility, they're wrong, man. Yes. They're just wrong. And then anything, not because not I'm a pessimist or I'm angry at the world, but because I'm a pessimist, angry at the world, and it's just not true. If they tell you something that sounds too good to be true, it is. It's, it is. it's too good to be true. And so like, mm. something is painfully, I can't imagine why anyone is still arguing for marriage right now in the Western world mm. when you got divorce rates of about 40 to 50%, depending on what stats you yeah. want to quote. Like, you're just dumb. It's because they're, just they're, invest, they're invested in it. They're well, invested yeah, yeah, even yeah. That, even and I am, and I'll, I'll be the first one to say, I'm invested in it too. I've been married for 26 and a half yep. years. See, so it's like, it's very difficult for people to hear me say, I, I'm not necessarily anti-marriage in a concept, but I'm anti-marriage in the sense that the, we, the way we do it yep. now. And trying to explain that to the average, you know, 80 IQ prole <laughs> is like, it's like pulling fucking teeth. And there's so many. It's like playing whack-a-mole constantly. It's like, how many ways, how many different ways do I have to say that? The problem is, is that here's a guy in a happy marriage with a good, you know, good life, yep. a beautiful daughter, did pretty well for myself. Well, I've married well. I've got, I've got the family thing going on. I got it on tap. You know what? If this guy is telling you that marriage is probably probably not a good idea in this era, you're really fucked. No, I experienced that myself because it yeah. actually sounds really contradictory, Rolo. I've mm -hmm, been married mm -hmm. over 30 years myself and to say, no, I don't recommend the way it's done today at all. I don't it recommend you go to, well, I, I would probably agree with, uh, with, with Aaron on this. It's, it's like when we discourage guys from going to university or if you're going to go to a university and you're going to take out loans, at least get into a STEM field so you can take it and use that and, and pay the money back and like, so, you know, use it smartly and everything else. I think university, I think an education is its own reward. Mm -hmm, I think correct. because before all of this shit, well, we're going to go to, to, to a university, get a degree, and I'll have a better job. That's the point is to get a better job. Right. I would argue that the, the, the point really originally is to be a better educated person who can speak about a, knowledgeably on a great many fucking topics, right? Whether or not that makes you money or it doesn't is really up to the drive and the ambition of that individual. I have also a BFA under my belt as well, which I've used successfully, thank you very you, much, and made quite that. a bit. But see, that's the thing. is like I can take that and I'm creative enough and I understand how to turn a buck off of that. So for me, my BFA is just as valuable as a STEM thing. I still cannot, I agree with Aaron. I can't say, hey, go to the universities, go and get a, go and uh, take out $100,000 in loans. I can't do that. You know why? Because I think it's a great idea and concept to go to, to, to university, but the way we do it fucking now is a so, dead end, man. Here's the question. I so agree. Because I, I, I say this, I don't think guys have an issue I with wish marriage. It was I hate even saying that. I don't think guys that. in this space have an issue with marriage. I think the issue is with the divorce. 
It's not getting married sure. or committing to people. It's the mm. fact the way that the divorce happens. Sure. And, and, and the cost of the marriage. It's not marriage. Well, it's the divorce. Th- that women are, in some cases, incentivized to yes, divorce yes, as absolutely. you continue to make more money. Yeah. yeah. I, I was listening, reading this one study. Oh, people don't get divorced as much when they make more money. Yeah, because I don't want to lose my shit. <laughs> exactly. I got more shit to exactly. lose. That's right. I'm, I keep the, keep the mistress on the side now. She stays in Cancun now. Let me, let me defend uh, uh, some people here. Another thing about... Where you're like, oh, I can't, you, you're married or you're this, you live with a girl. It's like, good, then you ought to be listening to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're down that path. We went down that path. Now, of mm-hmm. course, it was a different path at a different time. But we have the, the experience and the, the, the <clears throat> vista or the view in hindsight and the knowledge of the experience saying like, look, yeah, we did it this way. I want to do it that way. But especially now, given what's happening today, absolutely don't get married, major in the liberal arts, blah, 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 blah. So it, it, but it, I've, I'm only asking what, what am I, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. It's all right. You can agree with me every once in a while. It's I'm like, happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this. Uh, bear market dating says, Rolo, this is an empirical, uh, fact, emotional person. You're using too many words. T- I don't understand. So I'm going to take this as, I'm going to take this as disrespect. Yes, this is a 40-year-old virgin reference. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's funny. Here, I got one. Uh, Ghislaine Benton, no social skills plus, grew up on a screen equals Gen Z. We Ooh. never had a locker room experience. Oh, <laughs> man. Don't get, don't get cappy started. And then uh, Will Francis, uh, he says, it, is, the, is this difference between ideologies that Michael believes in status over money, a.k.a. Brock the bartender, and PUAs Brock. like PWF, J-A-L, think over think money over status don't take is, anything is jal says as in oh like, jl even, i didn't I, it took as me a second. even like in in the realm of like rational no thinking. no so 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 uh, just to clear up what we we're saying um there's a ton of guys who have a lot of money who don't get laid fresh fit talk about this guys with yachts who mm. are out in biscayne and they don't know what they're doing mm. so what i what my whole thing is fame probably trumps everything else like it really does fame brain bulzarian talks about it in his book if you guys want to read that status right, right. so mm. status would yeah. be next but the thing with status mm. is how can i get status well i can be competent at something one of the ways that I, you can learn status without being super competent is pre-selection and that's what I teach in, in, um, in MOA is how to create pre-selection realistically, sometimes artificially and then we use that, um, that pre-selection or what it's called in psychology mate choice copying, what's what we call in evolutionary biology if we use mate choice copying then you can increase your status and then money would come after that because money, what money does is that now it allows me to manipulate reality so Facilitates. that I live, in the, I live in the condo overlooking the strip. Oh, hey well, you know, uh, tonight I'm going out to a club with some girls hey, where do you live? Uh, see that building right there? We're in excess. See that building right there? I live there. <laughs> I live there and then we go to my building it's like, oh, I don't want to be a away from my friends. Oh, your friends are in that hotel right there next to where we are. You can create a reality. Wealth enforces exactly. will. Well, well, wealth can create a will, but wealth alone isn't going to do it unless you're dealing with some extremely transactional women that live in Florinopolis. Non-stop uh, trade. Oh, I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Uh-oh. Oh, my bad. Uh, Florinopolis, wherever, wherever. <laughs> Big Mo, we love you. I see, we love um, What percentage of your viewers do you think are hate watchers, legit fans, or actually seek advice? Can you explain? We already kind of got into yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, can you explain, however, can you explain the psychology behind the hate watchers laziness yeah laziness laziness yeah to to have a good value system and have a life you have to work at it's it free right? dopamine and it but mm-hmm. to hate to hate is free it is it doesn't take like yeah. and jealousy is probably i mean when you mm-hmm. start delving into the seven deadly sins but uh jealousy or envy or whichever one it, i mean oh they got more than me or they're better looking than me and got better looking gals and whatever yeah that that's it's an easy an easy ideology 
Uh, Cappy, Gabby, you may hate me, right? But you would hate me more if I wasn't such a hard worker. That's one thing about me. I hate you about the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's lazy to get, to get lazy at this point. I'm a very, very hard worker. No, because I think that's part of it because mm. people think like to do it with you to like have a, a rotation and deal with a bunch of girls, it takes a lot of effort. You have to like fucking like, you know, that's why people who are doing it are drinking like green juice and like eating. <laughs> no days off, bro. No days off. Yeah, seven like, days no, literally time no for the yoga. Yeah, like yeah. Weighing their <laughs> fucking steaks and shit, you know, like detoxing, you know, it's, it's a grind, you know? It's not uh, real, real Femme Sapien says marriage is good if she doesn't rob you, makes lasagna and puts out. Okay. That, I, I don't where's, disagree. Where's, where's Cappy taking MLD on that date? <laughs> Pokeballs, baby. Pokeball, yeah. Pokeball. Because he's going to feed me with the chopsticks. Uh, Aminda Danya says uh, For the people in the back, is the manosphere representative of all types of men? No. Representative? Not, I don't think it's representative no. of homosexual men. I don't think it's yeah. representative of men with severe hypogonadism. I don't think it's representative of men who are extremely feminized. I don't think it's representative of men who never had any sort of male. Uh, Structure. I don't think it's representative of men who have no, who have such a big ego. They have no intention to learn any new ideas. Right? Yep. Iron Frame. Uh, a lot of guys that I've considered to be friends from high school and college have all have, have so easily accepted the new order, uh, thinking and ideals. Uh, do you think it's pressure, coward, or cowardice? Uh, awesome show th- so far. Thanks, guys. Let's go with the flow. You think it's, it's just, just go along and get? Uh, you would probably be right. It's not go to rock to get the along. boat. I don't yeah. want to rock the boat. I like the status quo. It works for me. Let me just write okay. this. Well, okay, I, I got so, mine. You get yours. Why is yeah. why is that the the most logical thing? Like, why would that be the thing that you would default to? Say, oh, they're just going with the flow. Because it's like I don't look. They don't want to rock anything. They don't want to jeopardize anything. Their careers. But what's, be at risk. what's why is that more they, functional than going against the flow? You don't have to take accountability. You yeah, it wasn't you know, one. And you don't have to take action. It's very comfortable. Yep. It's so, comfortable. So and, and, and there's laziness. a step by there's a step by step process for laziness. Yep. There's a laziness. step by step process for blue pills. There's a step by step process. Yeah, for all of these things. But uh, I, I can't remember who told me this once. He goes like, you know, with wolves, the betas they they still get to eat. Oh, every you, once, uh, you made a tactical error. You're not supposed to they, stay beta they, and they, alpha oh, with wolves. They, they still they still they still fuck every once in a while. Like from. every once, <laughs> sometimes the, the the beta you know the beta fucking lion he gets to have sex once it steals some 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 poon or whatever. <laughs> You get still get to eat some food. You're still a lion. That's poaching, why. Poaching poon. That's why. Pushing Is pee. he doing the sneaky poon mm, approach yeah. or sneaky. what? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Michael Sartain hates wolves. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Call PETA. Well, okay. So the reason I was going to, the reason I kind of press you guys on that, because what we think is obvious, like, we kind of have to, like, why do I think that yeah. that is obvious? Mm-hmm. And I would also say, like, the, one of the reasons why guys go with the flow is because they don't want to put themselves at a disadvantage in the sexual marketplace, because if they're not doing what everybody else is doing, then they're not going to can reproduce right. yep. they're on the outside mm-hmm. yeah. right uh blind controller says step by step is the method to graduate school and that's the only method a lot of people know it was drilled in us from five to 18 yeah. years old yeah uh kyle kyle uh rule zero was made specifically to get rid of dudes that joined the space for emotionalism <laughs> grift etc if you're not here for positive male identity the male sexual strategy, then get the fuck out. Uh, heartfelt, of course. Thank you. Heartfelt. <laughs> heartfelt. Heartfelt. Uh, do you? Okay, here we go. This get is okay. FT three. Thank you. Do you? <laughs> do you think we underestimate the amount of women in the U.S. who are LTR marriage material? Hold on. There's a follow up. Uh, I know extremes uh, need to be used to get the message across uh, to viewers, but is it overstated? 
John. Wait, wait, overstated the low number? Or the high no, number? no. Uh, uh, that, uh, underestimate the amount of women in the United States who are actually uh, long-term relationship marriage material. Uh, dude, so I just can't deal with how masculine American girls are. But uh, I don't know. It's hard. Dude, for me, 70% of people in America are fat. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that the actual number? That's yeah. not, that's not sure. an exaggeration, yeah, you're right? Yep. Yeah, you're right. Seven zero. I should think it's 75. You know? 70, yeah. I think it was 73, and that they, the average woman weight in America is 176 pounds. She's like a beach ball. 170.6. Yeah, 170. Well, it was, I, I believe it's 75% is overweight, yeah. and then 35% of men are morbidly obese, morbidly. and 40% of women are. I played obese. left tackle in high school at 177 pounds. <laughs> and that's how much, yes. oh my God, yep. the average woman weighs that? Yeah. That's incredible. Well, let's just say, for sake of argument, that's still like that's guys are five foot fat four. and lazy too, but oh. are, we, are we overestimating or underestimating the sort of merit? Marriageability well, give me a number. Is, I know the now, number. Is a like, are you talking about right like a woman that is going to be, you know, deferable, to, you know, deferring the authority to you? She's going to be complimentary to you. She's going to be agreeable. Is, are you talking about that? Or are you talking about looks and, and well, that? If only you know? there was a Altogether. actuarial study. Oh, then the number on. drops. Well, if you, okay, yeah, if, yeah. If, you, if you see a hot girl and you just, you're just like recreational use, suddenly yeah. you're not. That's not an LTR. That's not no, marriage. No, no, so no, no, there's no. got to be other factors added yeah. into that. Dude, the average girl in the states has become like. Has become like a hoe, though. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Like, all right, all right. I'll just give ba- you guys the answer, but while you guys meander around and flail, two point seven three percent. What does that mean? Give <laughs> us that's the. A, that's from come the on, book, Mr. Wizard. This book of numbers. Oh my god! Brilliant, good-looking, handsome man yep. wrote this thing called the Book of Numbers. Analyze well, the. I don't, know if, it, the I don't know if it's that low. Two point seven. Did you do the numbers? Did you have an actuary? It has an awesome it? cover, by the way. It does have an amazing cover. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this incredibly handsome, intelligent man who wrote this book. And had it audited by an actuary, came up with 2.73 percent in the United States for marrying married marrying age women, quarter Jew. And, uh, <laughs> is, is that from 28 under? Is that the marriage from age woman? 18 to 35 okay. of marrying age okay. women? And this was, of course, you could question the methodology and all that. And nowhere is it like 2.73 percent. It's in a ballpark of single digits. Easily, are we in a post-marriage society? We are in a. What do you think? I yeah, do think you're right. I've been stealing <laughs> that for a while, but I don't think we've ever talked about that. Are, are we actually? Because that's that's it, essentially yeah. what that question is. Right. Are we yeah. a, in yeah. a post-marriage society? But I didn't know what he was saying. Like, if he said, "Oh, I think 25 percent of the women are marriage material," it absolutely is not that high. But neither is it zero. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but it is somewhere in the low single digits. That is what I'd two black pill, two point seven percent. That's 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 crazy to me that you're making that argument. He's making a it is odd that he's uh, the one he, making the argument. He's been wrong several times. John's coming from is I kind of agree because the guys we see too, a, a lot of the guys we see, hundreds of guys that we talk to, a large majority of them. They want that LTR. That's what they yeah. want. They yeah. pine I, for that I, LTR. I, I think I think if you have not quite the most the highest standards physically mm-hmm. and you're dealing with girls in De, like closer to Des Moines and further from Brickell, mm-hmm. I think it, it might be higher than two point seven percent, but I don't know. Well I mean, there's variables you can adjust. But by the way, there 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 are people that are want long long term relationships and a girl has a fat ass and now she's what, she's now in the obese range. She's like right. so that's the thing. But for me, I host I've host forty seven bikini competitions. I hosted the two biggest bikini competitions in the world this year, this last year. And it took that like four hundred girls for me to find my girlfriend. 
Damn. Well, like, that's less than one. Less than yeah, but you're not now, now, an animal, you though. You're not a normal guy. You're like, hey, baby, I want threesomes and fucking orgies and shit. Okay. You're not like, hey, baby, I want to go get some fucking, I want to go watch the Avatar movie with you. Are you going to marry any of Are you going to marry any of these girls? Are you going to put a ring on any of these? Well, I mean, or let's say I shouldn't say any. I don't want to name names, right? Or like particulars. But would you want you know, to put a you, ring you know on? My girlfriend. I know your girlfriend. Is. Yeah. But do you want to put a ring on anyone's finger? Uh, so that's I'm fifty fifty on that right mm-hmm. now. If I was gonna if I was gonna rank it, the my business comes first. The charities mm-hmm. I work for second, and then getting married would be further down okay, the line. Now my by marriage, I say okay. Let's just say for sake of argument, there's no like legal ramifications. Like, do it, you want one partner for it's, the rest it's, of your life? It's not a huge priority. It's mm-hmm. not a huge priority. I could take it or leave it. And that's but, why but I would I, want it. I would yeah. want it so that we could raise kids together. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, the yeah, yeah. and that's what most guys are saying. Yeah. Too. Correct. What I get into is when everybody likes is what's a high value man? What's a high value woman? Right? Who fucking cares at this point? Because yeah. the high value man doesn't. He's fifty fifty on wanting to get married. To any of you, yeah, not exactly. just the one. Oh, she's yeah, perfect. No. Look, she's got all value added. And People are saying high value man is a patriarch. Shut up. <laughs> like, like, I, I agree with the the stance that patriarch is important, but just because you are father doesn't necessarily mean you're high value. But mm-hmm. see, it makes it makes very very. Or, or for women, like we have women on here all the time. One of the first. Wait, I'll thank you very much for this question, Aaron, because I use it all the time. Like. Are, do you want to get married? And every one of them's like, of course, I want to find the one. You know, and then, then you say, What's, what level what of priority yes. is it on? And there's like, oh, it's about number eight of 10. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, <laughs> congratulations, you played yourself. Yep. You know? yep. And so, and they're, they're girls who are like, could lock down a guy if they wanted to. Yep. They just want a guy like this yeah. who exactly. doesn't want it to get with anybody, not much less, the, you know, even the high value women. He don't look, I got plenty. Why would I want to? Yeah, what's my, what's that? my motivation? Yeah. The girls, yeah. this, the girls in America, their standards are way higher. Insane, than yeah, they're right. inflated. Yeah. Like, just yeah. like some of these girls look at me and think like I'm not enough. I'm like, bitch, like you, what are you really bringing to the table? Yeah, you know, it's like an insult now. You're not an alpha. <clears throat> All these alpha male podcasts, like, out, like some of these the girls, they they treat you like. If they want to fuck you, like that's the end all be all of mm-hmm. like your existence as a person. Well, you see, that's, it's almost that's like saying you're an that's incel. That's what a lot of girls don't realize. They think like, oh, just because they got a whole bunch of guys sliding in their DMs, all these guys want me. No, we just want to fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> and then dismiss exactly. you. Okay? That's really that's really hard for yeah, do you guys. Do you guys? The dudes are way too thirsty in the states. Yep. Too, man. that's true. Way too. Like, there's a thirsty. difference between marriage material and yeah. fuckable. Yeah, of course. You know, like <laughs> recreational use. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but there's girls I want to date that I know I never want to marry. And there's, yeah. a, there's a third there's a third place there, which was pretty much my life in the last 20 years. Yeah. But yeah, that's that you're exactly right. But, and the other men. May, so it's not just that. So it's the it, there's two things that happen. Number one, they had sex with an NBA power forward. So mm-hmm. they think I am now my level of status <laughs> is attributed to an NBA power forward. Number one. Number two, I have gone on social media. I've taken these thirst trap photos on the photos. I have snatched my waist using Facetune. <laughs> write these down if you want (laughs) then i've gone on face app and i've used the fucking stunning filter or the movie filter to make my face more symmetrical and now this this russian fucking ai program has made my face more symmetrical and now i have this perfect face now i post it on social media i get one hundred thousand likes on this photo that does not look like me i (gasps) fucked a power forward i got one hundred thousand likes i am equivalent Damn. To that level of status and mm-hmm. that level of man waiting for Blake Griffin to slide in my DMs, <laughs> that's where I am. And then they uh-huh. meet normal guys like you know I, I make a hundred grand a year and I take care of animals. You know I work in animal rescue and uh, you know I'm a, I'm a doc. I'm a vet. I, I actually you know save animals for all the time. The fucking 
peasant. Where's your? You have any coke? Where's Where's your fucking Lambo, peasant? That's essentially what I, this guy's five eleven. How dare you speak to me? You are five eleven. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, you're right. That's essentially what happens. Yeah. It's very America centric problem too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, here I got another one here for you. Uh, let's see. Uh, has John recovered from the girl on the whatever podcast yet? <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> that was a rough one. Did you see that? No, no, no. Glenn Thor, MLD, so hot the ice cap is melting. Oh yeah, <laughs> very yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, as far as like the, uh, I think it was no. Whenever we're doing the show with the girls here, we get we all, we always get this. Um, these, I guess, hate follows. And, yeah. it, and it's all it is, is like, those girls are fake. They got big boobs. They got, it's the Kardashianification of the girls with the big boofoo lips. And, mm-hmm. and so there's like a, an archetype. It's almost like a template, cookie cutter yes. template thing. And so yeah. what happens is these guys like, and what we, we joke about, at first we were saying, maybe we should get some normal girls in there. Maybe we should get some like, you know. So nice. we had Miss Nevada like, on. No, no, we, we were not going to do that because you don't want a that. Hoe. Yeah. What? They called her a ran through hoe. They had no evidence mm-hmm. whatsoever. We had Catherine Taylor on here yesterday. No yeah. social media, no plastic surgery. She's a fucking working actress. Yeah. She likes her. She's loyal to her. Oh, the hiking gal? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh nice. yeah. yeah. She's yeah. Nice but but, but uh, all these girls are ones and twos without their makeup. Catherine Taylor is not a one. Get the fuck out of here, yeah. dude. Shut up, dude. Like, that's the part mm-hmm. that just right. Like, T- Tiana Jacqueline is Miss Nevada. As Steph Cook was the, was the runner up for Miss Nevada. They're not ones and twos. Steffi mm-hmm. Joseph is not a one. But that's what they do. They come up here and they say this well, shit. And I'm like, you have no ability to get women, and you're saying this. How is this helping you in your life? So as far as like like the uh, what I was just taking, uh, talking about a minute ago, when it's like, uh, is that this this woman an LTR material? Is this woman a marriage material? And so we have, I think in in the manuscript, we kind of have these like competing conversations, right? Mm-hmm. There's oh, the goal is to have a long term relationship and get into marriage, and and that's the tradcon usually side of things. It's like this is the end goal. This is what this is the only reason you would be in the manosphere or learn the dating skills or social skills is so you can you know uh, have the white picket fence and like have this I- idyllic you know lifestyle. And then there's the other side, which is fuck anything on two legs, just <laughs> yeah. like just like a ra- Michael Sartain model. Wait, what yeah. are you talking? About? <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's the Thor model. Hey, baby, I miss you. I'll call you when I get home, baby. I'll call you when I get home. I mean, okay, not in so many words, but that's what, like, when Ruslan was trying to, like, sort of straw man me on. on, Yeah, yeah. it's like he'll say, well, so your philosophy is, dude, it's not a fucking philosophy. And then second of all, is... Uh, to uh, to use this material to get as much a not- notch count because notch count is the metric by which your manhood is measured and stuff mm-hmm. and and just so you just fuck a bunch of bitches and you you feel better about yourself and blah blah, blah. it's all like beta male cope See, like, and, I asked and you rationalization. That question. Remember that I sent you a message like yeah. okay remember is it is you said male's sexual strategy is to have the uh, a limited sexual ex- uh, experience or mm-hmm. ex- so that could be you could take that one or two ways that could be like oh fuck anything that walks. Or find somebody that gives me access a limit to unlimited sexuality with one person. Mm, you right. can take it one That's or two correct. ways. Right. So or you can blend them both. Or you, you know? or you could find one person who gives you unlimited sexuality Sex. to other people. Exactly. That's another way. Well, yeah. right. so, so ironically don't enough, knock it, don't knock it to ironically your enough, exactly. the, the sort of the enforced Social enforced monogamy side of things is the is the trad con side, which is the only reason you need the red pill is so you can finally get to that perfect little wife and a hubby in the in the hills mm-hmm. in the in a nice house with white picket fest. Or it's you're a pickup artist and you want to all you're going to do is spin plates and have a mm-hmm. rotation and that's the that I wouldn't want all that meaningless sex kind of thing. Right. Oh, so it's just PUA or it's it's it's, <laughs> it's so you only get to go two ways and I I'm going to say right now. 
when guys are in here and or in the chat and we're on access vegas and they're saying i would never wife up a girl like that i have more respect for myself than to approach that girl oh, that happens all the time. I, and oh, it's yeah. like it's, of course it's very self-evincing when yeah. they do that i'm like why would it matter you are the same guys who say never get married bro oh, and yeah. you're saying i would never wife this girl up then what the fuck are you even talking? Why, yeah, yeah. why, why would you they're, waste they're the running, calories you in your head all the to type that shit out? Yep. And, and they say, I don't date anything except eights, nines, and tens. That's it. That's all I will. Nothing else. I'm not touching a thing. Yeah, I know. And meanwhile, they're like part of the 75% exactly. of guys I are think, overweight. I'm like, are you, are you even close to an eight, nine, or ten? Like, have you even talked to an eight, nine, or ten? Oh, me? No, I'm a five. Bro. I'm, a hard, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a hard five no, no, with girls, some makeup no, girls, girls. Like, like, Oh, yeah. It's like, like, well, we do our math a little different over yeah. here, Mike. Yeah. Uh, you know, two fours together is an eight. Two fours. <laughs> hey, listen. You can, that's Speaking of women over, you know. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, just, we're, we're kind of coming up on time here in about another 15 or 20 minutes or so. I wanted to also, since we're the OGs of the, of the, the field here. Where do you think the manosphere is going? What do you think is like as far as the state of the sphere is concerned? Like, what do you think we're? Where do you think we're headed? And is it a good place or is it a bad place? Good place. Who yeah. that? You want to go? Yeah, I'll go, just because I don't have a sexy uh, prediction. Sorry. I think it's just going to be more of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, speaking of OGs, you have to admit what we did was reconstitute lost wisdom uh, that mm-hmm. had been expunged from society by feminism and technology and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. So we have rediscovered it, um, put together new laws, tenants, things like that. Like the groundwork's been laid. I think going forward into the future, it's going to be responding to how society evolves and changes within society mm-hmm. and, and a context of how that affects male female uh, relations. So, you know, well, I'm trying to think of something like 10 years ago. Oh, a perfect example would be technology. You know, before uh, swipey apps, you know, you, you would have a, a good case for talking to girls in person. Uh, people would be showing up. All of a sudden, boom, here comes this technological advancement of dating apps and social media. Mm. That it didn't change the fundamentals of what we, we rediscovered and reconstituted. But we did have like, okay, well, we got, well, how do we handle this? And Fresh and Fit have done a phenomenal job, like, mm-hmm. fielding that one. Um, more modernly, you know, uh, I don't know. We could argue an increased government role in the welfare state, mm-hmm. women needing men less and less and less. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, I think the, the the foundational work has been done, and it will be up to us, not to mention our successors, yeah. who are That's what I'm on the ground. You're like, I, I, I hate to give Jack a compliment either, but Jack <laughs> Napier is a younger man who has a really good mm-hmm. Tinder game. You know, so mm. I think that those are going to be the people that when we're retired and we want to go, they're going to be taking care of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, what are we going to do? Can't wait for these younger guys to pay. Let me let me let me, let me put an let me put an ad onto this. Have you? Okay, so um, retirement plan right there. Yeah. Pal. Do you think? Do you think that the PUA slash Red Pill communities? Oh, I hate it when they. But okay, the PUA and the Red Pill communities are not this one and the same. But do you think the PUA Red Pill communities have shrunk? And incel slash MGTOW black pill communities have grown. Hmm. Yeah, the guy yes. did that yes. study, didn't he? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Yes, because right dudes giving up now more than ever. Right. Do, so you, think, I, do I, you think that PUA leads to incels? No, no. Mm. The, the, the PUA guys that are still doing it are getting plenty of pussy right now. I think the guys mm. that strive to be POAs that fail lead to black pill. Could be, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I tried it. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. Screw all women. Like, PUAs are like going to the street and do day game and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's like a hardcore skill. Nobody's doing that. No. no, at, Literally no one is No, no, there's, there are people. I mean, no, no, yeah, no, but I'm like, there are, like on the average, in comparison to when it was at its peak in RSD days, the Venusian Arts days. I, yeah, I, I agree. I definitely mm-hmm. agree, but there are definitely still people 
Getting Shout out to the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood, yeah. California. <laughs> Filled with That's pickup a artists. Good yeah. fucking yep. place, too. Filled yeah. with pickup yeah. artists every Thursday and Friday night. You guys can meet mm. all the pickup artists you want at Bungalow in Santa Monica, California. <laughs> Filled with pickup artists all night long. Yeah, just uh, shot so, a commercial at the Roosevelt not long ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I have. So, here's yeah. what my, my thing is I think it's not a function of if it's good or bad. What will happen is if it lasts long enough. Talking heads will adopt it, and then it will become cool again Sorry. because it made yeah. it. Does that make sense? Hmm. It will be. It will. There'll be a sort of a reinvention. Uh, so, like I've been talking. So to you're Eric. saying Doctor Phil might come in for sure. I've, I've been talking to Mystery. Like we we text every once in a while, and I like. I promise you, he'll start doing podcasts again, and then he'll be like. He'll go on Steve-O or something like that or do some huge podcast, and then he'll be popular. Like, it, no one cares anymore. Like, that's what will happen. The thing that I'm actually legitimately worried about is that I believe that pretty soon TRT is going to be considered toxically mm -hmm. masculine. Oh, I agree men, with that. Men, reg is. men regulating their own testosterone levels because what's going to happen is you're going to have guys who are in their 50s and 60s who have uh, testosterone levels of the 19-year-old, and now all of a sudden I have more wisdom and more money than I ever have, mm -hmm. and I have a new bench press max. And I'm just as aggressive and just as assertive as the new 19-year-old guy who just came into the business, that's mm -hmm. dangerous for people who like the status quo of the older grandfather mm -hmm. to art type who becomes oh, who, who gets smaller and smaller <laughs> arms and becomes a little pudgier and then sits yes. in the I get that chair. all the fucking time, yeah, man. People yeah, are like, hey, man, act your age. Yeah, hey, so how about you? Who are you referring to, Mike? I already, know, I, I already know people... You know who already make their own juice and stuff too, though. Like, there's there's ways getting there's, there's getting there's going to be more and more ways to get around that. I don't well. think it'll be illegal. What I think what oh, I think okay, is because okay. by, by the way, the what's, what's legal? What's legal now is insanity, bro. Yeah, you can get HGH <laughs> legally. I got I got a guy for you. Want a guy? I got a guy. I'll get you Anabar <laughs> like it in shit. So that's the thing. Everything, dude. That all the war against steroids from the early 2000s. That shit is that's clearly all, over, dead, bro. Man. You can get it mailed to your house now. Trend. The stuff yep. that you you I don't know if you get there, trend, but like the stuff you get sent to your house now legally is insanity. Well, but, everybody's admitting that it actually works. Yes. before they would deny that yeah. it actually works. Works. So, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think it's an easy bad guy. I think the us Manosphereans are an easy target. Yeah. But I think we're very hopeful because I think nature evolution will take its course. And as men, yeah. as we impart our knowledge to men, they will start to adopt a dominant masculine well, presence again, and that will start to self correct. What, what so happens? I, I'm hopeful for the future. What happens when they do studies of men on TRT and they make more? What happens when they do study? They haven't done this yet. What happens when they do studies of men on TRT and they have more sexual partners? Patriarchy. What, hap what happens when they do studies of men on TRT and they're in better physical shape? What happens? When, what happens better. when they do? Yeah, when they have do studies of men on TRT and they have louder voices. What happens when they do these studies and then women find them more attractive? Then we got to get rid of TRT. That's yeah, it, oh, they actually yeah. do too. The, re the reason why they'll be, the reason why they'll be like you know uh, it'll be shamed and it, first of all, I'm sure it'll be hell it's shamed now right mm -hmm. uh, because it reinserts you back. In the sexual marketplace is yep. a competitor. Sure. That's why. Yeah. You're not used to, you know, oh, this, I need a cane. I need a cane and walk around my whole time. Yeah. You know, so I think like for a short term. After age, Gramps. For a short term, the Manosphere mm -hmm. is going to be getting hit in black eye. We already got a mm -hmm. black eye right now with everything you see, you know, associated with Tate. You get the whole mm -hmm. Tate thing, it's a black eye, right? Mm -hmm. Well, there'll that, be some other stuff that comes up yeah. too between now and like August. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in the long term, yeah, it will, it will be better or it's still, still good. But it's going to get through that growing pain. I think we're in the middle of a growing pain. Like, we have to shut off some things, you know, and then we're going to climb back up. Mm. Like, I, we just got to get around a few of these bumps that we see, get past it, clear it up, and then move forward. And I think we'll be fine. 
Excellent. I, uh, super chats here. Uh, my favorite OGs all in one room. Thanks for that yeah, 200 yen or whatever that was. I got Rollo, remi- one from Public Nuisance. Rollo reminds me of Chris Jericho and that older guy with the <laughs> beard that looks like w- Dude, WCW I was at- version of the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Macho Man. Whenever I go to the Randy Red Savage. Rock here, there's like, and I, I go to the, I go play craps because that's the only game I play. Like the guys, go, hey, it's, it's Chris Jericho. <laughs> you know, I'm not fucking Chris Jericho, right? Um, Wraith Denethor says, it's binary understanding. You are either a savior or you're the destroyer of women. Yeah, of course, it has to be binary. Cappy, I put your book on my boss's desk. The Curse of the High IQ. Good. He must have enjoyed it. His face has been red in many months. Good. Uh, Good. Hasn't been red in many months. Okay. And last one. Salute to my brothers from Afi Kingdom. Hey, brother. What's going on with you, man? Hey, Afi, hit me up. We're going to be recording tomorrow. Afi, hit me up. So he's in town tomorrow. You know what? I always, you know, he's going to Grand Canyon with us. Oh, is he? Oh, you guys go. Is it tonight? I don't know. Anyways, uh, I I I have done this before, but I just so I don't repeat myself too much here. I I kind of agree with you. I think we're gonna have we're gonna be on the downswing. We go in we go in cycles. We are now in uh, by August ish. We'll be in the officially be in the election cycle for the United States. So all everyone who is a you know grifting off the manosphere right now will suddenly find other things to talk about because that will be more popular. I would say that uh, probably that conspiracy theories, the Matrix, they're out to get you. This paranoia will will be eminently sellable. So Mm -hmm. it will be more. It will it will drive traffic away from the sphere to that kind of stuff because people. What's the cheap dopamine hit? Well, we're not in an election cycle, and there's no there's no enemy. There's no if no if there is no bad guy, then nobody gets paid. And so once we have a bad guy and an identifiable like you know oh it's the the baby eating Moloch worshiping De- Jeffrey Epstein Island you know <laughs> Illuminati right that, that if we can focus on that then we're going to focus away from it. it's whatever the flavor of the paranoia of the month the moral panic of the month yeah. is going to end up being and it's going to it'll be amplified I think in the coming months because of the election cycle however. It, it'll come back. The, you will find. You know what they said? Was it Warren Buffett who said, "You know when um, when the tide goes out, you see who's swimming without any uh, without any underpants Brother, on." Warren Buffett. Well, the manosphere tide is going to go go out, yes. and the people who ain't got no underpants who got into it just for the you know I'm an entertainer. Yep. Like those people, you know what they're going to do? They'll pivot to try to something to get to something else, and you'll see who's about it and who's not about it when when this happens. I've seen it happen. Th- yeah. This cycle happens, uh, you know, in in waves. So, yeah. uh, and then also, I like what you said about the respect thing, because it's like um, I have on several occasions. Actually, it was in the fourth book. Um, talked about respect and how men and women have differing understandings and different concepts of respect. Just like they have different concepts of love, they mm-hmm. have different concepts. Like it just, they're, they're more esoteric. But one of the things is when we talk about respect. <laughs> And this maybe gets back to us here as well. It's sort of like being the old OGs. Mm. Do you just respect a guy because he's old? No. Right. We used to have respect for your elders. That used to be a thing <laughs> when we were when we were growing up. Yeah, we baby had boomers respect. told yeah, me that a lot. Yeah. Right. No, really exactly. Respect. Well, yeah. that, but you know that that's a thing, right? Respect yeah. your elders. Just so yeah. if a guy's old, you kind of have to show some respect to that guy. We don't do that anymore. No, we have no. no we have no earthly concept of you know, who's this old motherfucker. You know, yeah. They don't want to respect you unless they can see what you have done, unless you have been about it, unless you have actually you know put in the. You've got your flowers, you've got your receipts, and everything else. So I was going to say, as far as respect is concerned, when it comes to like being a, a guy who's a let's just say seasoned, um, do you think that there's any implicit respect that is deserved for guys just because they're old? 
Well, when I was raised, you know, you're I the oldest my, one here. I'm so that's why I'm looking at you. Sixties. That was a big deal, mm -hmm. and it was a part of our social structure to show respect to the elders, mostly because they survived and they're still alive and they're imparting their knowledge to you. Mm -hmm. I like that aspect. It's mm -hmm. much less, and and you can see a lot of disrespect to the older people these days that I didn't see as much when I was was younger. It's like get out of the way, old guy, like mm -hmm. you said, or. You know, even in your career, you know, well, he's old. Let's put him over here. He can't do as well mm -hmm. anymore. Um, so um, I'd like to see that come back. But, you know, it's got to be earned, I think. If you're going to be an old guy, you can be that old codger, you know, that's a cranky old um Can't wait. A boomer. Well, is, is, it, is, it, but, is there uh, a confusion between respect and honor? Because you can could honor. Be. You tell me. You could can be. honor your older, your elderly. You honor, like, oh, I honor them, respect. Like, not, I honor Aaron. Yeah, I honor Aaron all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I do too. You're, You're a good elder, Aaron. Aaron. I just, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, guys. I, I didn't know something. The live chat from the Adam Sosnick interview with so and so from Brazil, yeah. it's still up, and I'm reading the fucking live chats right now. They're all still up. Really? Why don't we, we should just do a show, and since Adam doesn't want to read them, why don't we just read oh, all of them? Oh, fucking oh, it. That'd be great. What a great idea. We can do it now. Okay, let's, let's do it now. Do it now. Oh, man, here do you go. It. Rare treat. Okay, so We'll go out oh, on this. This is fine. too good. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh let me get right prepared. Ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say put your put your hazmat suit on. Listen, Let listen. If you if you want to if you want to do this, too good. Too you guys want great you guys, idea. If you guys want to just go read them yourself, just go look at that. I don't want to say his name because he will absolutely the fat kid in me. Brazil. That's there all I go. gotta say. There we go. Here, well, let, let's, all right. Let, let's let's find a couple of them here. There's right, yours. Set them like, up. Your, right, you yours go right was, ahead. Like, how much did Anthony Johnson pay you to dox my uh, daughter and my wife? <laughs> that was that what the one you said? Yeah. Yes. Hold on. Do you, do you have it? We're reading all of it. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to give you your money's worth. So if you didn't get your your uh, Super Chat read on that show, we'll get it right here. <laughs> we'll take care of it for you, Natalia. Um, here we go. Funny uh, how she couldn't find him, but we can. I'm, I'm just going to yeah. say the word Brazil dates LBGT community members, too. That's one from Thai City. <laughs> That's a, he spent $20 to say that. The next one yes. here would be, hold on, let me see what it says. Um, uh, what's another one? Do you see these? I'm trying to find it right now. I'm not looking at it. While well, you're looking those up. Uh, Dre, thanks for that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dark Knight says, uh, starting to not like the passport bros, it's a lot of validation seeking and behavior <laughs> instead of learning game. Uh, I think it was a good idea originally. Now it's cope. Uh, you can't call, uh, keep calling it a conspiracy when there are government docs proving it. Uh, okay. Uh, Walt Mosher says, divorced 50 year, uh, 50s man here. Uh, financially okay. established TRT five years. Uh, it's a game changer and uh, mood and energy. The colors are different, right? And hooking up with younger 20 something women. Bravo, brother. Uh, and then Tomo says, uh, keep saving lives. I will. Uh, and some elders are the reason we have problems we're having. Yeah, that's true, too. Mm -hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with the disrespect. Yeah, they should. He spent $50. To, $50. To, to, okay, $50 from Umpire Max from uh, the uh, the uh, pod from the what, Suscast. Suscast. Yeah, yesterday. What percentage of this um, fat kid in Brazil's lay count uh, is trans men and night ladies? Uh, he's been <laughs> exposed many times and has done it himself. So exposed is kind of a relative term because he's the one that's exposing it. Dude, it's yeah. another one. <laughs> like these guys are like right. spending all good I know. money. Good to God, save this man. Shit. Sixty-seven <laughs> bucks. Okay. How so much money how, do they make on how them? many how many trans uh, trans yep. transgender women has uh, the fat kid been with? Oh my God, bro! Like I'm not. No, listen. I'm just. I'm just reading. I'm just reading. That's all I'm doing. I have no. Uh, let me see here. Um, 
Oh, God yeah. damn. Thank- oh, wait, wait, wait. I got, I got one here. I got to give you this one. This is in our chat. Uh, thanks for uh, this is uh, $50 from Alex Hicks. He says, thank you. Uh, thankful for your guidance, everyone. Uh, questions about money. I have private pilot license and a solid job invested in one rental property. Remain in job. Expand real estate. Question, question. Uh, or pursue certification to reach flight goal of becoming an airline pilot. Wait, what? React to me. Go, go to what did he pay? Fifty bucks. Man. Oh, fifty bucks. I should have paid oh. attention then. Um, he wants to know if he should get into real estate or if he should go after being a commercial airline commercial, pilot. Commercial. They're desperate. They're desperate for it now. Yeah, they are. yeah. I mean, if he's already up, if he, he already had his license, uh, one of them, one level of them. <laughs> we said respect your elders because they fought in wars. Actually, no, that came a lot before, long yeah. before that, my friend. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why don't you read those two? Oh, uh, well, one of them's mine. Uh, Ten dollars from the Rational Mail. Uh, could you explain why he was booked in Clark County, Nevada, for an open slash gross <laughs> lewdness coercion with force and first degree kidnapping in 2013? All documented, oh. all there, public records. What's he actually, the, made, he actually made a video where he blamed me for that, to be honest with you. Really? Yes, he, did, he said that I said oh, You have that, no I, idea I how much up. jail, how, how he, he, he lived here. about that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, what's the next one here from Gunner TV? Gunner says, uh, ask uh, the fat kid about his secret used contraceptive stash in his cabinets. Oh, my God, bro. Oh. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting up Adam, and I'm and going, you know oh, what? You I, here's, here's the, here's the uh, here, by the way, here is the super chat I was not able to get on there, which was, why don't you ask him about uh, the interview he did with Justin Waller's mom? Oh, How right. about oh, you ask wow. about that? Do your fucking research, man. You want to know why people get pissed off at you and say you're not about it? That's the kind of shit. You'll have Justin Waller in there. You'll have, you'll have Sterling Cooper. You'll have us in there. And you don't do your background check on this guy? He was fucking, he was literally fucking with uh, uh, Justin Waller's mom. So go look that shit up before you have hmm. people like this uh, pieces of shit on your show like that. Uh, jo- uh, uh, the fat kid is an addict. He has even paid for play. Yes, oh, we know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and we also know that he's been blackout drunk in a Denny's somewhere, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Not a Perkins, though. Not a Perkins. Not That's a, a high class establishment. I just want to say, like, I'm not going to make any comments about this. And yes, dude, we, but if, we read the comments listen, that it, you it, didn't read. If you if you want to debate me, which I know several of your friends have asked, I'd love to debate you. But you're going to be in the same fucking room with me if we do it. Yeah. Okay. Sound good. I will debate you anytime. You, I'll come to Florinopolis if you want. But you're going to be in the same room with me if you want to debate me. You know he's not going to do that. Don't want he, the smoke. Oh, I didn't want He'll that smoke. He'll pee on himself if he's in the same room as you. <laughs> he, would himself, he would pee on himself. We should get. I was. I was joking last night. We should get like Alex from Playing with Fire. Oh. Destiny, we should get uh, the fat kid. We should get uh, who else hates me. Uh, <laughs> like oh, basically, get all the people like who like have a problem. Line them up. Sit them here and say, "Shoot, fire away. Bring here it. We go. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing is, I'll even fly your ass out here. Let's do it. They can't yeah. get past me, so they're not going to get past you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like who hates me, right? It's like who does it right now? <laughs> I know. My chat's like, who's that fat kid? Come on, man. Yeah, come on. How long man. you been following me? How long you been following this guy? <laughs> I mean, anybody that states instead of body he was the count, he, he was the last guest you know on Saucecast. Go look. Oh. <laughs> right, any more of these? Any uh, more good ones? I want to know how much they they actually blew off here. Uh, Ask the fat kid uh, about getting punked by Danny Mullen. Really, uh, uh, fat kid. What was your strategy for ethnics looking to score? I'm often mistaken for AA Arab. And Indian, but I'm actually Latino. My area is very waspy, and it's hard to compete with the Chads. There you go. 
By the way, he also belonged, again, uh, Adam Sosnick, he also belonged to an organization called the Vegas Pussy Massacre. What? Okay. Okay. Oh, you wow. got to explain. What? I know. And cancel. Listen, listen. First off, Adam, I love you. I, I just don't think Adam understood what was happening. Adam, I'm done with you. I, I don't think Adam quite grasped what was going on. And then that's, that's the only thing. Number two, uh, person in Brazil, again, can't wait to meet you. Like, I can, from the bottom of my heart, I have nothing bad to say about you. Just, and I would love to debate you. Just we're going to do it in person, okay? Mm-hmm. This uh, Next time you want to say, uh, my face is fat from drinking so much when I don't drink alcohol, we're going to do that in person. And when you say I was never actually in the military, you're going to say that to me in person. We're going to do that, okay? Sounds yeah. good. All right, here we go. Uh, last last <laughs> ones here. Uh, God damn it. What? Okay, Aaron, uh, Paul from Come On, uh, Come On Man Podcast. Oh, God, I, I like Paul. Don't All right, like Paul? So, so Waffle House yeah. or Perkins? Obviously, Ooh, I would House. like to not get shot, so I go to Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> Waffle House. I've been to the Waffle House. Oh, and thank you for that. And, and, right, Thanks right. for watching. All right, all right. <laughs> even, even the food is better at Perkins. Mm-hmm. Like, so if I had my armor and, and a pistol, I would still go to Perkins. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, Jack, thank you very much for your nine 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 ninety nine. I've read Ancient Rome went through cycles of collapse from strong male patriarchy to no-fault divorce. No fault divorce in Rome. Uh, entitled women uh, to men avoiding marriage. Uh, if that's not eerie, I don't know what is. Okay. Well, it's a, yeah. it's a cycle, right? You know, it, like history repeats itself. See, I don't know. So, I, I, but, just, but, I what, strongly so, disagree so, with from the a, cycle from a book, So, I, again, I was with okay. Ruslan on Monday, yeah. and what the argument I would make is the tree of knowledge of yeah. good and evil. What's mm-hmm. happened is Dunbar's number was 150 people in our tribe, and now we have we all can look at these unbelievably beautiful women who don't actually look like that, mm-hmm. and these men that show status that they don't actually have, a rented Lambo and a fake mm-hmm. paddock watch. And so what's happened is now we can't, we're always, this knowledge is making it so we're never happy what, with what yep. it is that we have there's not one dating marketplace anymore every there's just one global marketplace and that's essentially what happens there's a reason why there's a little apple throughout this entire book and if you had read this fucking book you would know that yeah it's it's, it just repeats itself we don't we don't it does it though now here's why i disagree with the the history when when i say repeat itself it's like we're running to this we're not running to a new problem no 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 but but yeah because human beings are going to be human nature is human nature i got it okay but like what i'm saying is like when people ask me, like, when's the pendulum going to swing back? You really yeah. want to go back to a romanticized era that didn't exist in the yeah. first place. Yep. Correct. And then second of all, um, for instance, the young men, I, I love using this example, the young men who went and fought and died in World War One thought it was going to be over in six months yep. mm-hmm. and they thought oh we're going to fight this war like we fought all other wars from horseback with a fucking saber and like mm-hmm. guns and we're going to and, and they would literally dress up in armor and everything else until they met the first 50 caliber machine gun which was the industrial age coming into the age of warfare and there ain't no pendulum going back from World War One no. back to the way we used to fight, right? That's what I'm saying is like the technology we are in a different place right now and the first time we have a real uh, war of some sort in this century, it's going to be just like the massacres that mm-hmm. happened in uh, in World War One, because we still think that we're going to be able to go back to yep. this sort of golden age. You ain't going back to no golden age. You no. can only go forward, and you better be smart about it too. Going, going, you know, robot dogs, robot <laughs> dogs. <laughs> woof, woof. It's, it's funny because like the one thing I, that's what I'm getting on Ruslan. One thing he doesn't get is the interpretation of what he's reading. Okay. Rolex says, like, men and women love differently, right? Yeah. What does the Bible say talk about love between men and women? Men are supposed to love their wives. Wives are supposed to submit and respect their husbands. Why? 
because men value respect more than they value love. Like you can emotion, love emotion, emotion exactly, and reason. Exactly. So it's like, why do you think it's in the Bible? It said the same thing that you're saying, but they're like, no. Wait, they're pick, they're picking up on universal themes. Yes. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but they're not getting the reality of yeah. it. It's like. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's a lot of other illustrations of, of like when you look at the emotional side of things versus mm-hmm. the, versus the rational side of the masculine versus the feminine. Um, it's it, it you can give lots and lots of different illustrations. Of that. I mean, you get, there's certainly biblical ones too. Yep. But anyways, all right, guys, we're at uh, we're at time right now. Uh, let's get this last one here. Howdy, just to pop in, uh, keep Cappy away from your dogs. History does not repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. Hail to our robot dog overlords. And with that, I will say, where can we find you and what are you doing? You can find me at Glenn Lawrence Presents on Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. I'm working on a little documentary thing I want to put up. I saw you gave me the the draft for it. Mm -hmm. Thor, what's going on with you, man? All good, man. Just here making the visits, seeing everybody. You can catch me. How long are you here in in Vegas? Uh, I'm here till Sunday morning. Oh, awesome. Yeah, hopefully we'll get a chance to chat. Yeah, check everybody's yep. uh, Instagram because I'm sure you guys will do feeds, except for this guy who doesn't have, yeah. he doesn't like yep. it. Yep. He doesn't like it. Well, you have, I know you have an Instagram. We'll be doing Rule Zero tomorrow again. Yes. And then right after that, we'll be doing the Dragon yes. Ship. 8.30 a.m. Pacific. Yep. <laughs> 11.30 a.m. Eastern. RP Thor on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Aaron, um, you can find me at assholeconsulting.com. That's mm-hmm. become my flagship site. What's going on is, um, we didn't talk much about it, but I'm the finance guy of the Red Pill, I guess. Yes, you are. And uh, I have two main flagship <laughs> classes that if you're interested in getting your financial act together, which if you don't have it together, don't come. How do I get the girls living at home with my mom? You know, you just don't. Stop asking. So uh, I have two flagship courses to teach. It's a Justin Waller effect. Yeah. <laughs> I can do my Justin Waller impersonation later. Yeah, but I need, I need knees coming up to here. Um, but uh, on Teachable, uh, one class achieving minimalism theory and practice, and the other one is achieving financial excellence, and those are both open for enrollment. So that's the latest thing I have going on. Awesome, John. Um, I'm on this YouTube tour. Go to moneymusclesgameframe.com to get on the waiting list for my free book. I'm giving out how to become a high value man, maximize your life with making money, making muscles, learning game, holding frame. There's like a thousand plus people on there, so get on there. It's gonna be good. Yar. And uh, don't forget, tomorrow, of course, is Rule Zero. I'll be doing my show probably on Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. But I'm going to see if I can't get, like, Icy or Mo in on that uh, if, they get, if they get into Vegas quick enough. If not, then I'm just going to go solo. I'll probably do it from the hotel or from the pool. I'll do it from poolside. How's that? There you go. Um, but uh, then we've got, so we've got a whole bunch of other shit that's going on, too. So we've got Mo and Icy. Mo from Fresh and Fit. He's the sound guy from Fresh and Fit. And we've got Icy, who is their uh, girl getter. And they're coming in. We're, they've never been to Vegas, mm. so we need to take them to clubs. Yes, we need to also. Take them they want. We also need. We need to treat them like visiting royalty. Okay, so we really sounds need good. To, I, I think that's. And then, um, what are we doing? You said there's something on Tuesday we're supposed to do. No, just like what, what we'll do is if oh, you have them on them. the show, I'll mm-hmm. just we'll just simulcast. We'll okay, just perfect, like perfect. Um, I have if you ladies, any uh, I know a lot of ladies watch this. Uh, if you, uh, I'm hosting the Maxim party in. Uh, for Super Bowl on the on next Saturday on the following or the Friday before that the Shaq's party and the day before that we're doing Babes and Ballers is that in Vegas or in Los Angeles all in Scottsdale it's for the Super Bowl all you thoughts that are going out to Super Bowl hit me up I'll get you into (laughs) I'll get you into every party uh, during that weekend the Maxim party the super uh, the Sports Illustrated party yeah and by the way we'll get you on the roster to be on the show too because we're starting to get like people who like like, yeah like they're coming out of the woodwork I got what's this bitch following yeah we're we're over yeah yeah, we're overbooking the next episode we'll probably do on the 16th of February for Access Vegas. We have a big roster of girls, but I'm trying to get new girls to come on and not the We finally gotten to the point where the girls are coming to us. Yes. 
Um, on the on the 18th of February, we're hosting Maxim Carnival in Los Angeles. If you guys want to go to that, and on the 19th of March, we're hosting Babes in Toyland, a pet edition where we're uh, raising money for animal rescue in Los Angeles. If you guys are interested in that, if you want to find me, just go on Michael Sartain on Instagram or the Michael Sartain podcast on YouTube, or you can check me out at moamentoring.com. But do not do it at work because it is not safe for <laughs> when you go to my website. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. And again, Big Mo Icy will be in the studio uh, probably, what, what do you say, Monday or Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday. There. So there's something to look forward to. Uh, thanks for watching and peace.